9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Go Plug Yourself. We have something special coming up in October, Walter. What is it? You say welcome back to a brand new episode? Yeah, this is episode like 160. Welcome back. Isn't that like a coming back from commercial thing? Yeah. But this is the beginning. This is right at the beginning. What are we talking about, Walter? Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) (laughs) uh, this is October 20th, Saturday, October 20th. Uh, Leland and I are, are getting together for our annual traditional uh, Halloween Night Fight Spectacular. What's the last one? It's called Night Fight, the Final Halloween, and it may very well be our final Night Fight of all time, forever. Oh. And uh, so that's so that's gonna be a momentous occasion, and and it's also you know we're celebrating five years of Night Fight. It's been five years, mm-hmm. and uh, so you know you know we figure we'll go out on top. Mm-hmm. And the fifth, the fifth one is often the best one in many horror movie series. It, you know, there's often the best one. And if you notice, you know, we've done three Halloween editions before this. Mm-hmm. And now this is the fourth one. We've dropped the, uh, the Roman numeral subtitles nice. there. Hence the final Halloween. And also, as, as you know, in, in, in horror franchises, the, the final, the, the film subtitled The Final Blank. Also the best one. Quite often the <laughs> actual final entry in that yep. franchise. Yep. So, uh, so be there, be square. At the Art Loft, BYOB, BYOW, and etc. Uh, it's after legalization also, so that's going to be interesting. Oh, and, uh, Leland and I might uh, ch- try marijuana for the first time. For the first time ever? Yeah. When, uh, now that it's legal. Now that it's legal. Right. So that'll be interesting. Things might get a little a little loose. And and I'd be, I'd be remiss if I, uh, if I didn't mention our huge celebrity act. He's been there before. He's getting inducted into the Night Fight Hall of Fame oh, wow. that night. It's Mike Patterson. Oh, it's just Mike Patterson, at, which is his first time. Mike Patterson's first time at the Art Loft. Oh, first Mike Patterson's first debut. His debut. First Hall of Fame induction. A night of firsts. First, a night of firsts for the first final night. A night of finals. Awesome. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, there'll be like comedy and stuff, and it'll start around like eight. The doors will be like eight thirty. Show I imagine will. Be, Closer to 9:30, and then it'll go. You know, go go for a while. Comedy showcase, knife stunts at the end. It's stupid, it's all stupid there. crazy it's all knife there. Brand new top 38 list. And show up in costume. Show up in costume. Absolutely. I might show the original. I might show the movie Creep Show on projector if, if I feel like it. Just in the background. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't like what's going on on stage, just hey. watch Creep Show. It's hey. a great movie. So this is October 20th at the Art Loft. Night Fight, the final Halloween. Awesome. Uh, featuring Mike Patterson. And now. An episode of Go Plug Yourself. Two, one, hit it. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. It's Walter and Keith talking on the Running my mouth. You are though. You are. You always are. I'm not. You always are. I just don't think it's like it's to me. It's just a new an, another way, another legal way, to just get a little messed up. And then if you have certain medical things, it helps a lot. That's my take. Like that's my hot take. It's the high so isn't like for me. You want to mic up, Alex? I mic up. Yeah. No, you're not. They it's got to go over your ears. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, shit. Right, anyway. This is. The <laughs> Check this I'm out, Walter. the only are we recording that just wasn't talking. I'm just like, <laughs> huh? What? So, Walter, check this out. Hepatic microvascular dysplasia. 
Oh boy. Yeah. That's Is that a, what the kid in uh, Stranger Things has? Yeah. Uh, my dog can go to the upside down. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where she goes. Her eyes go black sometimes or whatever, and then she fights. Let's oh, talk about the kid with the fucked up teeth there. She fights the demic. Oh, oh no. Uh, and he's got. Um, Alex th- got it. Didn't his teeth? Did you get it? You, you got that. I, I thought of that kid, but I haven't seen <laughs> season two of Stranger Things. But, you know, but he's got the thing. He talks yeah, about Yeah, yeah. Well, he has. He, I think his teeth just never grew, right? Is he, that what ha- he just he, never He's had like, or he didn't come out cause, because it's because of like, uh, an offset bone. I don't know. It's a bone structure issue thing. Right. You know who else has that? Oh. BTW. Who? Is the girl in fucking uh, Hereditary? Oh, oh, we were we I already read. we already talked about Hereditary. We talked Alex about Hereditary a little bit. But Why we did could, you talk about it? Because were you telling him that I messaged you about it? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> so because that was my whole motive behind having this podcast. But I was like, gonna, I was explaining to Keith before. before well, there was the like, sh- I don't want to talk to the zombie walk guy. I want to talk so to Alex Rose about Hereditary. The film Hereditary. <laughs> like one thing that that has could to happen. Uh, when you're a film writer, and as people <laughs> care about fucking horror movies more than anything else, they always <laughs> ask you, have you seen this? And the you way s- that, that Walter... Well, Wait, Walter, is it always horror movies? Always horror movies. They don't care about anything else. Oh. They don't care about what you think about anything else. They, it's, horror movies are by the, far the most... I don't think I was going out of my way... Uh. Well, so the way that you framed it, you said, hey, Alex, have you seen Hereditary? And I, I think said, yes, I, I have. And trick. you said, did you like it? Did you like it? <laughs> and so I was like, oh, fuck. Do, do I want to <laughs> get into this? Because people often, they'll pick me and they'll go, hey, you gave a good review to this movie that I thought was fucking shitty. And... But so in this, I do not remember your review for I this movie. I didn't have a review. I interviewed the director. Okay. So when I do an interview, I don't have a review. Yeah, yeah. But I did like it. I liked it a lot when I saw it. I think I like it a little bit less. Like I think my enthusiasm has my, tampered down a little bit. My thinking and messaging you was just that. Like I, I was really surprised by how much I liked that horror movie because like I'm very cynical about horror movies. Right. And like it really. You takes also you also hate films with female leads. Pretty much also yeah. <laughs> and it, and it takes me like it takes a lot for me to like really like kind of enjoy like something or find something that's really enjoyable okay so and and then i really like this and i was like alex likes movies professionally right it's true. but i feel that <laughs> i also don't like movies professionally but yeah, you know exactly yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah like yeah. You, you alex <laughs> likes and dislikes movies professionally i want to know what alex thought about this movie because right. and you know like horror movies are often like kind of like overlooked as like being generally so, crappy but like but uh, there was this we're in a renaissance would you say of horror so films? check this out um, walter oh. In the first of all, we can introduce our guest, Alex Rose, professional Hello. film critic. I think we did. It so is I f- I. no, you just kind of. I said it. Alex a couple times. You said Alex. Time. So yeah, I was going to say, say that as a, as a film critic, I feel that anybody who asks you, <laughs> name, he's right. His name, they'll, they'll know. They know going they'll know. in. <laughs> I don't know. There's some people I feel. No that one's listening like, live. <laughs> no, but I feel some people who just like subscribe and just like click no. next. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, the the depending on your podcast app, you could finish something and then it goes. It'll just click onto the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You th- you the you percentage <laughs> of people who, exactly. who are that, that are like you know, binge listening to like Listen, catching up on, on GPYS. <laughs> I think the I like to call them G pissers. <laughs> All right, GPYS. <laughs> Go plug yourself, G pissers. It's the name of get t-shirts made. Um, yeah, anytime anyone asks you like, "Hey, did you see this movie? Did you like it?" You're like, you're like, my follow up is because because I have opinions and I want to yeah. know if you share. And, them. and usually, it's <laughs> often they don't wait, you know, <laughs> and often they want me to say. Oh, I did like it. Really? Mm. And then, ugh, how could you? And then it's like, well. Where did you think it was going to go when I messaged you initially? I what was know. your suspicion? Hereditary were you, went both Were ways. you upset initially when I messaged you? Is that what I'm you're not, saying? I'm not upset when I you. Were you taken aback? Were you like. Guarded. But I was like, what is this? Because it's. it's <laughs> what that, is this? That one specifically has come up in the past <laughs> both ways. <laughs> um, and so, and so I, and often it's like a while after, because I, 
tend to see them before everyone else. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Also, so this was at four like in the morning. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> it's, Alex. It's like people who come up with this shit, and then it's been months since I've seen it. So I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I, I don't, you know, there's a, there's a thousand words on the internet that you could, for this specific one, there isn't. So, yeah. I mean, I understand, but... Um, yeah, often I'm just like it's like I have to kind of go back and rehash like an argument that that you already thought that of. I've kind of like forgotten about and moved on from, so to speak, from my. So I guess uh, spoiler alert, uh, listeners, for Hereditary, because I, I assume you want to talk more about Hereditary. So good, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, but I, I so I guess the consensus was that you thought it was all right. No, I thought didn't, it was quite good. I, it was I, all liked, quite, yeah. I, thought, I think it's really well done. It's part uh, of that that horror movie renaissance. I feel. Yeah. Like. See, well, that's is it so a Blumhouse movie? Uh, it's not. It's not. I asked the guy. His name is Ari Aster, the director. Right. Like, what do you think about this uh, this idea that people say there's this elevated horror renaissance? Yeah. And he said it's bullshit. Really? <laughs> I don't believe in that. And I and I kind of tend to agree with him. I think there's always been horror movies. I, I think, think you know what it is. Is I think when people say that it's not it's not schlock, you know, a lot because a lot of this stuff now it's very nicely shot. Like they they yeah. do shit. There's and it's still, like, but know. the thing is though, is there's still a lot of terrible horror. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's always exactly. Been the but case. people, but there's this like there's this more pronounced. Yeah. I think it comes and goes like, as a and genre. also there's this the, the the concept that I think that it's, the the social themes are like it's more there's more like you know kind of I don't know. I, I don't know think horror that movies that always have social themes. I think what happened is access. Because horror movies are lower budget things. Yeah. And so for a while, you know, you could see something and play that Fantasia and then you would never come across it yeah. ever again. So you didn't know, you know. And so I think access and sort of there is like, I think, more of a. There's more distribution channels. Yeah. Too, and like people are, are more open to horror movies than they were in the past. But I don't think that the quality has necessarily. I mean, a little bit, but like, <laughs> I think just you know because it's it's better. People are willing to take more chances on it. Yeah. Well, like I was. I telling think it all yeah. feeds into itself. I was right. telling this to to Alex in the pre-interview. <laughs> uh, I was like, I find that like horror movie fans. Was that late again? Huh? Was that no, late? No, I was just kind of early. All right. Like, uh, got out of my meeting a little early. Uh, horror movie fans and wrestling mo- wrestling fans. I feel there's like a similar thing where you're like. You watch a lot of it. I just looked out of my T-shirt to see what was on in wrestling. <laughs> I, I literally it's forgot if it was today. if it was a wrestling T-shirt <laughs> or, or, or a horror movie T-shirt. I'm no. like horror movie. But I'm just saying, like, but both both things that you watch, you're like you accept that a lot of it's gonna be bad. Garbage, yeah. Like, but then you like, but you know, sift through the garbage. But you know that when it's good, it's, it's like, like it gets into places that other mediums just like do not go. Right. Well, so it's it. like you're like you're watching. You're willing to sit through a lot of crap to get to these things that are kind of like transcendent. And, and, like, and the other thing is like a. A pretty crappy horror movie. It's rare that horror movies are totally unwatchable, yeah. not on purpose. Like, they make movies that you just can't sit through because they're, they're fucked up. Yeah. But, like, a really bad slasher, you still it's it still hits all the things that you expect, so you could just kind of watch and go, like, well, you know. Like yeah. A lot of the movies that people truly hate in the world are not horror movies. Yeah, because exactly. You know, like th- even the worst horror movie is like it'll have someone running like and screaming beats. and whatever. Yeah, you're like, exactly. there's a little bit of action going on. You're like, hey. exactly. Oh. Although one of the movies that I hate the most in the world is a horror movie. What is it? What is it's called? A Night to Dismember. A Night oh. to Dismember. Which also Wishman. sounds like a wrestling pay per view. Because yeah, you know, that was a December to Dis- d- December. <laughs> to <laughs> December to Dismember was a an ECW uh, pay per view. Uh, so like a, a, a Night to Dismember. Is this a mainstream horror movie? Uh, not really. It's from the '80s. Night, it's a great title. Um, and so Doris Wishman, the, the woman who directed it, she came to prominence. She was directing kind of like sexploitation movies. Uh, and I think one of them is called uh, 
Double Agent 73, and it's a lady that has huge knockers that kills people. With right, her. sure. It's like she's like a spy. It's like a James Bond thing. Okay. I see. I, so I, she was, I she, understand. She worked <laughs> in this I'm sort of uh, realm. And A Night to Dismember is a movie that um, she shot that's like a slasher movie that <laughs> most of it got lost in a fire. No. Nice. So they burnt, like a lot of the, of the like. film burnt. Right. So the cut that exists is like, I want to say like 65 minutes long. And it does not make any fucking sense. <laughs> and, it's, it, and it's one of the worst, like, you know, a lot of movies that don't make sense. This is an hour long, and I remember seeing it and feeling like it was, like, eight hours long. Like, I, like someone was in my house, like, hitting me on the balls with, like, mm. a ruler. Like, just, <laughs> it was, like, the worst shit. Like, it was so... Un- but recently, actually, this is interesting because <laughs> recently... Did they find the footage? They found like the footage. No. They found extra footage. <laughs> it had been 35 <laughs> years or whatever. And so now, I guess she's dead. She's... Uh, for a while. <laughs> Good but riddance. They're apparently gonna <laughs> cut it back together and, uh, and put the original well, cut. Like, because have you ever seen any cool. of those? Have you ever seen any Good of those story. like <laughs> the total like hack job stuff that they did on some of the like the Argento, like the Italian movies? Yeah, like, sure. Yeah. Like yeah. when they like those. Have you ever seen any of those? Like the ones that they like had like the, for the, the sort of American eyes. The American eyes, where there's yeah. just like there's a. It's not only that the dub is bad, but they like they cut it up and like Let's put, put it, a uh, yeah. put it out. on this Argento on the Ar- on this yeah. Argento mention here. <laughs> we'll right. back around to that in a second. Yeah. What do What do you have? Keep, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's it. But just those those like hack job well, movies be, where yeah, because they made them whatever like more commercial by yeah. taking out all the stuff that's good about Argento and then just keeping like a bunch of nonsense shit. But then putting stuff out of order and whatever yeah. else. And they would often, I think, like, change the music so, like, they had, like, a goblin score. Yeah. They're yeah. like, no, fuck this. Motorhead or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Iron yeah. Maiden. The score is like, complete the nonsense. What the fuck is this? Like, it's always, like, hair metal or, or kind of, like, music that doesn't fit. It's not, like, movie They're trying to, trying to recapture Return of the Living Dead but that, success. Yeah. But that had kind of, like, a real place. It, it, that Like, that's what you talk about at B-movie. That was, like, yeah. a drive-in movie and then it yeah, was yeah, the yeah. bigger movie. You just threw that in. They just needed content in the same way that Netflix needs content. Now. Yeah. So they'll just put whatever fucking thing. They're close to doing that and just buying foreign movies, chopping them up and putting Motorhead yeah. on. Yeah. Do you <laughs> have uh, Do you have Amazon Prime Video by any I chance? I do. Yeah. Have yeah. you checked out the horror content there? I saw it's that they put half up of it is like erotic. A lot of yeah. Mm. I saw that yeah. they put up a lot of old shit. They, they have a weird old cartoons up there yeah. too. Like like they have Rocket Robin Hood and stuff. Like it's yeah. But there's like w- weird trashy erotic content. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that they had. You know and their Blu-ray, they're fucking 1080p. Yes. Do you know what yeah. they also have? The entirety of the Robert Stack run of Unsolved yep, Mysteries. Yep. Yeah, they sure do. <laughs> yeah. See that. That's and that's great. Like it's so good. Like Sarah, it it basically I was like, <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries is a true co- is a like a true crime podcast from 40 years ago or 30 right. years ago, whatever that. Uh, 30 yeah, years ago, late 80s, 80s I think. into the early 90s. Well, yeah. it ran till 2000 something, and then no, yes, well, no, it's Stack. Stack ran till the 2000s, man. He no. did it for Wasn't so. Wasn't Jonathan Frakes on or William Shatner? It was not. There was one. It was never Shatner. That was that was that was there unsolved. Was fuck, there was um, a fucking unsolved that mysteries was type show with Henry Rollins as the host. <laughs> Which is I, re- I, I looked this up just recently because I got excited that it, it showed up. It was Dennis Farina who did it after. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. Another unsolved what, mystery. What <laughs> oh, my God. Hang on. America's this most poor wanted. sap. <laughs> <laughs> this guy over here. Hey, this guy's still missing. You know Can what you I'm that? saying? <laughs> uh, Robert Stack. <laughs> well, in any case. So, uh, so you put a... Uh, so a marker on a marker the spirit. Uh, Robert, oh, Robert Stack's <laughs> final episode was 2002. Shut up. Yeah. Really? It was, his, it was, his, cause he stopped, it was they, his hologram, though. It stopped uh, <laughs> It stopped after 1999, but then he came back For in 2001. <laughs> so there was, wow. just a, there oh, was a two-year gap. That's it. <laughs> they must have thought he was going to die. He was like, I'm still okay. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it was, so Robert Stack, 1987 to 2002. 
boop, boop, and then boop, boop, Dennis Farina, it was 2008 to 2010. Wow, oh. Farina really did wow. do it. And then exactly. Farina died. Yeah, and then Farina also died. It's oh, the, uh, shit. The, the unsolved curse. mystery. The unsolved curse. mystery curse. Wow. Yeah, There's of, the, of being on a show for years until you're old and die. One of the, but one of, the things, one of the things that's, <laughs> one of the things that's crazy, we watch, if, what, go on an Amazon Prime and watch the first episode of Unsolved Mysteries, and it's like the first episode... And they were like, back in September, we had a report that this guy, like, murdered his family and went, like, running away to... Like, I was like, what are you talking about back in September? I like, <laughs> I'm watching episode one. And I found out through some research that they, it was originally a miniseries that they had produced. Right. So they were, like, they were, they were following up on the miniseries on the episode one of the, right, like, right, right, of the show. Right. But I was like, I'm watching episode one and they're talking about yeah, it's already their previous investigations. To, yeah. But yeah, the updates It's like when you watch the fucking... Uh, what? Twin Peaks, yeah, the, uh, the one of the TV movies there. Like if you watch it, Firewalk with me, yeah, yeah. yeah if yeah. you watch the thing for anyway. Anyway, so Hereditary, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, this is our Halloween episode, everybody. We're yeah. talking about unsolved mysteries. We're talking about horror movies. Horror movies. Well, now I want to bring it back to Argento. Have yeah. you seen the new Suspiria? Have I haven't you seen, seen it. it? No. But you went to TIFF, though. I, w- I didn't play at TIFF. We got, I know, but you went to I TIFF? I didn't see <laughs> Two unrelated questions. I thought you go to the TIFF. Have you the seen tiff? Suspiria? Uh, Did you go to, you go to TIFF? <laughs> I think you went to TIFF, and you're just like, I want to see whatever movie is ever. <laughs> like this right. the year. <laughs> it's like, I heard about this movie. Can I see it here? Did you Did you or did you not go to TIFF? Yes. So you've seen this movie. Hello, TIFF. <laughs> I know <laughs> how <laughs> film festivals work. <laughs> that's not how that works. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, so you have not seen Suspiria. I have not seen it. It did I not have, screen anywhere. Have people s- it has not. It, uh, it has screened in festivals, not anywhere that I could go. Oh, okay. It played at, uh, at Venice, and it played at, um, I want to say, New York. How's, how's it done on the festival circuit? Um, have, you, have you been tracking it's, uh, it? It's splitting people uh, quite. Who made it? Uh, uh, the guy who made Call Me By Your Name. Luca. Oh, Luca. oh, really? Yeah. And it's a dude that made the uh, film? Yeah, Luca Guadagnino. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Interesting. Now I've also interviewed him. Yeah. Luca well, uh, you, are you a fan of the original? Um, I feel like I it's a little overrated. I, I feel like yeah, it's like too fondly remembered. I was just having this conversation with other people, too, who are like, this movie is overrated. And I think that I kind of agree. But I think what's great about it is that it really sticks out. Like, it's you remember it. Even if you don't like it, it's very memorable. It's visually memorable. It's not really your run-of-the-mill horror movie. You can say that about a lot of Dario Argento movies yeah. that are not amazing. They're kind of slow. They're kind of weird. They're, a lot of it is kind of cheesy in a bad way. Yeah. And not in a fun way, but like in a weird kind of tacky way. But I think they're very singular. Like, you know, he has a style and he has like a <coughs> visual um, signature and all that stuff. So I think that it's interesting to remake it. I don't, I don't, I'm not like jumping up on... S- on ceilings going, this is cannot be better than the original. I think it could be. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's really splitting people down the middle. People be are more coherent. To mother. So I don't know if you saw People that. are compared. Oh, my God. I just watched that last <laughs> night. I literally just saw <laughs> that movie. Like to do. Not a fan. Not a fan. Really? See, Not but, a fan. <laughs> but, 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 like, see, like, I kind of like it. was okay. Mother, like, but I could kind of see why. It's like, dumb. Bo- it felt dumb. And was, I, as I was watching it, I, ke- I just kept thinking, I'm like, this is dumb. That's it what just I felt like dumb. about it. It's dumb. <laughs> like it's it, dumb. It's like once like, you start figuring it out, you're like, oh, this is what he's doing. It, That's it so felt like fucking pla- stupid. It felt like a play this. by kids. Well, like you're watching a kids, like kids do, like an allegorical biblical play in like well, a living room. Well, that's kind of what I like about it. Like it's just <laughs> kind of like our. I had the same thing with the new Lars von Trier movie that housed the Jack build. Oh, every like fucking Lars von Trier movie feels simil- like that. It's <laughs> a similar thing where where you're just like, dude, are you okay? What the fuck? <laughs> 
why are you? Why do you feel like this is a good use of your time? Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> my favorite. So I'm like, I kind of respect that. I'm like, you're gonna take years of people's lives to just be like, I'm an artist. <laughs> I'm an artist. <laughs> my, fa- my favorite, favorite uh, Lars Venture anecdote is from Antichrist. Right. Where when she. Uh, Nails the uh, the the spike or whatever through Willem Dafoe's right. dick, um, and then, then like he's he's na- he has like full frontal for a little while. Lars he comes Tr- blood. Yeah, he does come blood. But no, Lars there's Va- full frontal before that. Yeah, it's but when he's but fucking her at the beginning. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. But no, but either way, but there's a stunt cock in use. Right. Cock. But the reason for it is not that Willem Dafoe wasn't willing to do full frontal, but apparently Willem Dafoe right. has a huge dick. It's too huge. And Lars von Trier was like, I don't want the audience to think that her anger is like a penis envy to his dick. Like, I don't want that misreading you can, I mean, to be possible. So we're going to have a stunt dick of a more reasonably sized size dick to know that the dick size is not, like, a factor in her mind. You can, I was see, like, you can see Willem Dafoe's dick. Like, um, there's a video on Vimeo yeah. from, like, some theater, experimental theater thing that he yeah, was yeah. in in the 80s where he's dancing around. Yeah. So if you want to check it out for yourselves, yeah. like, just, I forget what it's called. So <laughs> Willem Dafoe dick, you'll find it. You can find it. But yeah, yeah. But, I, but I just, I love that, that that's, like, like Lars von Trier is, like, your dick is too huge. <laughs> like it could, it could prompt a misreading. There was a, there's, <laughs> you know, a like there's a movie called uh, Home at the End of the World with Colin Farrell from like the early 2000s, okay. where apparently they cut out his nude scene because his dick was too distractingly large. Huge. Nice. There's a sex tape of Colin Farrell too, if you want to go see his dick and see what. How much of your job is uh, it with him and Ray J? Is it with Ray J? It is. It is with uh, a African American woman, I but see. not Ray J. Ray J is a man. How much of your job is a uh, like spirit? Spirit. Spirit. Pretty small, but you know, like you know, part of it. I wanna. Uh, I wanna have a full picture of what I'm dealing with. You know. <laughs> if a celebrity yeah. has a sex tape that's you know released, they're Alex will watch it out of professional curiosity. Uh, I stopped the one that the uh, the fappening happened. Because you remember when all oh, those yeah, 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 but those were yeah, those were illegally obtained. And I those think were they're all illegally obtained. Well, no, some yeah, sex yeah, yeah. some sex tapes some are, are leaked. like leaked by the agents. Yeah, and yeah, whatever. yeah. It's and a but I stopped. Uh, Paris gen- Hilton was not made a, a rule of myself to not because I started because the fabbing happened. You're like, oh, I'm curious, and I was looking at it and I was like, oh no, I, this I, is invasive. I, yeah, this is invasive and no, like this sucks. Like this depresses me. Yeah, no, um, I, I, so I got out of that business, but that all that, <laughs> that shit happened business. before. All that shit happened before. <laughs> this is all. It's, it's all good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speak, and, and on that, actually, this is a good transition. It's going to bring it back to the to the Suspira and the whole thing with the mm. Argento. It's just like there's new Halloween coming out too. Well, it's like so. I've seen that. Too. Isn't it funny though that in like in in the the Me Too era, because Dario is long dead. Yes, hang oh, on, he's alive. Hang still on. alive. Hang still on. Alive. Wait for it. I really need. I need a lot. I need a lot of information. Isn't it funny in the Me Too era? Here it comes. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny <laughs> so much as it is strange that 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 there's been Isn't it weird? nothing that there's there's nothing on Dario, but like but Asia like or Asia has fucking yeah. like shit on her, and I'm like, how did Asia Argento get get Me Too? <laughs> I mean, there's but Dario Argento. There's several Dario like, Argento movies that he directed. Where Asia does full frontal. And this is what I'm saying. His daughter. <laughs> so I, I don't saying. know. I don't know. They're Italian. They're Europeans. They have a different uh, yeah. code. You know. Well, what's that? Um, <laughs> Apparently not, though. No. Apparently the, not. The, the 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 what do they call it? Like like lemon? <laughs> is it like lemon incest or whatever? Lemon the party? Lemon no, incest. No, no. That's what the. Oh, Sounds Gainsbourg. Sounds Gainsbourg. Gainsbourg. Like father and daughter duet. Yeah. Song. That's the French or Italian? Nothing weird about that. We're friends. Like you're like okay. 
Like, yeah, no, Europeans do have a different yeah. Uh, outlook. Yeah, I think they're I think they're more able to separate art and life, maybe. Yeah, just I mean, just like honestly, just because Dario Argento made a movie with his daughter doing full frontal in it, does not mean doesn't mean he's a perv. That no. apparently. Yeah, I mean, it might mean he's a perv, but there's nothing illegal about just being a perv. I think. As long as Depending you don't act, as long as you don't act on it. What, well, yeah, which is we could argue whether or not making that movie is acting. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. but there was like, and, but you're telling me there was nothing more debaucherous than that that happened, like with amongst those like fucking. Think about like that scene of like that Ita- the Italian, like the height of the Italian filmmaking scene in fucking like yeah, but the, the thing, 70s but, and the but 80s, again, and like I think some of the fucking players on that, like half of the fucking guys making like the horror and the exploitation movies were also just making porn straight up. Right. Like, yeah, but, then, but so, but like, okay. I'm not gonna say there was. I'm no just saying there had I'm not gonna say there was no expectation. Or are you saying that because there was so everybody was so sexually liberated exactly. that it was fine? That's what I'm saying. I was well, like, I feel that, that it was you're fine, re- but they feel like it was fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, probably like, see it differently now, but the, you know, you can't force someone to go. Like, the, I was the, the, violated the, if they're they don't. But feel the Asian Argento thing was fucked up. Was fucked up. Like was, was fucked up. But like, but I feel like had it been turned around and a guy been I don't know. Gets fucked. Do you know the Asian Argento thing? Tell me. Did you not hear about this? I did you hear about this one? I did. I Alan, heard about it. It was well, fucked well, up. The, the, the short version is that she Tell hooked us. up with a 17-year-old actor. Okay. When he was 17, so he was like a no. year under age, and she like lured him up to the the hotel and all this shit. But the fucked up Everything part is that... Everything was lit in primary colors. There was a weird synth soundtrack. It was the fucked up part was that like <laughs> she, she had known this kid throughout his she like as growing up. As right. There's a movie called uh, The Heart is Deceitful. <laughs> yeah, of all I read about this. It's awful. Like it's this is where it gets really fucked up. That he plays her son in it. I yeah. want to say. Yeah, it's her that son. She yeah. Directed, but I don't. But I don't and think like she's his mom, she's but she's like, it. but there's like, and the kid is sexually abused in the movie. Right. It's like, and there's all kinds of fucked up weird shit. Yeah. And like, and and she was, and like, and apparently the kid, people said that the kid used to call. Uh, Asia Argento mom and stuff like okay. and looked at and looked at Asia Argento as like <laughs> like a mother figure so it's kind of fucked up it is pretty messed up but I mean I got yeah but the fucked up thing is, and then she tweeted didn't she like tweet she put out tweets and shit about like anticipating like yeah, the, hook, the hookup yeah, yeah, yeah like, <laughs> like, like I don't know like honestly like to me like it's very Italian parts of the puzzle that are missing and I don't yeah. care to make <laughs> you don't want to know I don't want to know you know well, I mean like, like, like it's like the, the and then had and then and then I think somehow all of this I think that you know maybe this well, is what, putting it together maybe this is what made board you know Bourdain I don't you know I'm just well the, I think that the uh, Peter Bourdain <laughs> the star knockers or whatever that were after Randy Quaid. No, because there's this whole, there's there's murmurs that like there was bad shit between her and An- Anthony Bourdain, yeah, yeah, right? Sure, uh, Anthony Bourdain. Okay. Yeah, because they were like well, what, together. Was it Peter Anthony Bourdain. Like I don't think you know, that that's connected. I mean, I don't know. Seems. And meanwhile, there's nothing on Dario. Nothing. Anthony Bourdain's dead. Asia <laughs> Argento is is her, but her I mean, career her, her reputation's in the muck. But yeah, but I think there is there's, there's there's also a part of like <laughs> stuff. That was n- like, but it, you know, like, and if she if she had never touched him until he was eighteen, and right. then t- it, you'd be like, okay, that's fine, and you're like, because like, like, I mean, Rene Angelil and Celine Dion, and you're just sort of like, nothing weird happened there. Well, there's a lot of people sure. who say that shit. Yeah, yeah I know, but nobody. It's did, almost generally accepted. That exactly, shit did but that's happen. it, and yet right. they still lived their entire lives together. Got like married. Yeah, and that's fucking Quebec for you, buddy. Like, <laughs> I'm no, sorry, but, you know, like, <laughs> but you know what I mean. But, but, but I'm like, did all he do was wait till she was 18? Like, I mean, I hope. 
you know, like I mean, I would he might have, and that's the worst part. Exactly. So if he, he just fucking might have, he like, if he, as long as he waited till he was eighteen, everyone's like, okay, he waited. <laughs> it's still fucking. Creepy, and I was like, but, but just under the auspices of the law, it's fine. Did you hear that hilarious thing about uh, Cliff Huxtable, um, the co- like on the Cosby Show, the math with related to him and Claire? So they establish they establish via their birthdays in the show that there's seven years separating uh, the two of the two characters, right? Right. And then, so then they're like, so that's established based on how their birthdays, and then he's seven years younger. So then he says, when he's talking about, um, uh, which he talks about, she talks about missing her prom because she stayed home to help Cliff study for his finals. You're like, wait, so hang on. She's missing, <laughs> she's missing her prom helping Cliff study for his finals. Wouldn't be so weird university? if she was like University, because it, that wouldn't be so weird if it was like 18 to like 21 or whatever. But no, you're like, that's 18 dating someone who's 25, which does start to get weird. Second of all, when he talks about which university he went to, he was like, I went to this university because it was your mom's favorite university. And you're like, what? You pick which university you're going to when you're 18. So you chose which university <laughs> you went to based on the desires of an 11-year-old. Like, sure. So they're like, so presumably, they're like, so and then she helped you study. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's, right. it's, maybe he waited until she You know, she Bill Cosby raped a bunch of people in real life, though, exactly. too. Exactly. Right? But that's what I'm saying. But he wrote it. He wrote that they were fiction. All, they were he wrote that in. Though. He wrote that into the fiction of his beloved sitcom that he was just romantically involved. Well, he didn't write that. Someone or he wrote signed it. Like, off I feel on like, it. I feel like that's probably just like some kind yeah. of like. Yeah. You're like you're like fucking like taking no, no, a million sure. steps to find something vaguely creepy. When it's like, like, like well, also he like, like roofied. Once they put this together, they'll know that. No, I'm but creepy. I find but I, I find <laughs> it, it's hilarious that we now have that as an artifact of just being like he was creepy in the show too. Cliff uh, Cliff yeah. Huxtable was dating a teenager. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. think anyone has a problem with that. I mean, I, at this <laughs> point, you know, what are we going to do? It's, uh, he's already in he's jail. He's already in jail. Well, like we, uh, yeah. For now. And I hope he dies in jail. <laughs> I mean, it's likely. It is likely. He's, he's, like, he's 80-something. Yeah, yeah. Someone yeah. threw a hot dog bun at him in the first day in jail. <laughs> Did you hear about that? <laughs> no. He fell down. <laughs> he was, like, walking down some steps and stuff, and, so <laughs> and he got hit in the head with a stale hot dog bun. Yeah. <laughs> SNL had, a, SNL had a, a Cosby in jail sketch this week. Did he get hit with a hot dog bun? No, but he was just he was like, if I'd known Jello was so prominent in jail, I wouldn't have been so adverse to going. <laughs> like, it's just very, like... <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. And they were no, just sort of like, no, just like no, Bill Cosby ah. horror movie is not a one. Ghost Dad. I mean, that's. I guess that counts. Horror, Does absolutely counts. Horror adjacent? Are you kidding? <laughs> I mean, Are you it's, kidding? Uh, is the film nothing, Ghost uh, or horror? Uh, film? What about uh, Leonard the Third? There? Leonard Part Six. That's the one. <laughs> that's a spy film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's horribly I mean, Jack, bad. He's in Jack, which is horror of a sort, right? It's Robin Williams being ten years old, but looking like Robin Williams, which is horrifying in a way. Such a weird show, My movie. Like from Francis Ford Coppola directed that, wow. the director of The Godfather. <laughs> I want to say this: I think that the twist in Hereditary, about half hour into that movie, sure, is I I want to say one of the best. Like marketing twist. It's twists. on par. It's a marketing twist. It's, it's on par with. Like, they did the, it's the same thing that they did with Psycho when Psycho came out. Sure. Yeah. yeah. The same thing, and they and they did that on purpose. They 100 oh, percent did very, that on purpose. Very, very much so. 
They just like, like even that even the actress, <coughs> the actress talking talking about it, the the young girl. Yeah. When she's talking about the role in the like in the if you can find interviews of right. her in the pre-roll in the, or whatever. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Yeah. That's it. Like like when she's doing pre-rolled interviews on late night shows. She and never all that says stuff. like, oh, I die a half hour. In, yeah, like, she's never spoilers. Like, <laughs> hey, we, we, I, I said that at the top. We're gonna spoil yeah, it. Right. Don't. It's too late now. Yeah, exactly. You thought that because we went twenty minutes without talking about hereditary, you were in spoiler free zone. Psych, she dies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's great. Like, I was like, yay! Like, yay! <laughs> I did not say yay. No, that was I not did. my reaction. Like, literally, like. any any time a movie, especially <laughs> a horror movie, catches me off guard with something. Like, the other thing that I really, really liked about Hereditary was for, like, how long it took for you to be sure it was either supernatural or just psychological. Yeah. And right. Like, and, and I think there's a reading of the movie that suggests that it... That it, it could even be all yeah, psychological. Yeah, I right. mean, the beheaded body floating around and whatever, either she's gone fully crazy or this right. is now actually happening. But, like... But, yeah, but I just... I really enjoyed... Because I, there's the... Um, the the very first shot of the movie is like she makes dollhouses, right? Yeah, yeah you're yeah, looking yeah. in on something. Yeah, right? that's yeah. it. And so the the argument could be that the whole thing is it's like a mind's kind of eye a doll situation. House. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, for sure. But like that's it. But I think right up right up until uh, again more spoilers until the husband bursts into flames. Yeah, which is dope. Yeah. <laughs> more like Gabriel burn. <laughs> burns, baby, burns. <laughs> but yeah, like right up until that point, you're really like. You're kind of on the uh, fence of like, right. is she going crazy? Or yeah, is this yeah, real? Yeah. Then you like catch on fire and she's like, and like floods but up into the ceiling. Ex- like, that's like, darkly humorous. The worst, shit, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the worst <laughs> shit that could ever happen is that they go and they explain it. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, like, and if you read the, I guess you interviewed the the dude yeah. and all that stuff. Like, like he was very into leaving all the weird little, like the etchings on the wall are all related to the mythos of the Payman right. guy and all that stuff. Like, he was very into like l- putting a bunch of bits in it but i mean it could still be in her mind yeah. but like but also but has never talked about like is it real or is it not it's just sort of like no well, that's what i think is 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 interesting about it too i think the other thing that i was telling walter is like for me like ghosts and possessions and shit aren't that interesting yeah I, I, unless there's you. ambiguity yeah yeah because and and so many movies are about ghosts and possessions and things that are unambiguously you know the demon pazuzu or whatever the fuck and you're just like <laughs> I don't really give a shit about that. Like, I don't really... To me, I'm not afraid of it in my life. I'm yeah. much more afraid that someone is going to burst in my house or kill me or that, like, I'll get some fucking disease, <laughs> some freak-ass disease yeah. and die. So you, so you like, a, see, like, it comes at night. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Oh, really? So I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's, it's a disease one. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that scares me more than... so, And I think that goes for everyone. You know, there are people who are more believe more in ghosts and they're more afraid of ghost stories. They're not so much afraid of... You know, serial killers. And yeah, but but that's it. But I, I think that again, if you if you leave it ambiguous, because like, what's more terrifying, a guy busting into your house to kill you, or a guy busting into your house to kill you because he thinks he's embodied with Satan and has to. Right. Like whether he is or not, that guy's more terrifying. Right. Of course. <laughs> you know, like it might just be mental instability. It's more avoidable, right? Because yeah. it's like, oh, there's something, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and but it's also like way scarier because of, like you're like this guy is now filled with like. Like in his mind, like a supernatural right. conviction, you know, and right. you're like, it might not be real. But By the yeah. way, Mother is lumped into the horror category on Netflix, which really upsets me. It, uh, uh, I mean, it's certainly horrifying things happen in it. I at guess. The end. 
There, spoiler alerts for Mother, everyone. I haven't seen Spoiler. Uh, fuck. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen Spoiler. So, uh, I also want to watch Annihilation. A baby gets rift apart. <laughs> uh, I, think I heard that. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a pissing baby gets rift apart. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah, that does yeah. happen also. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's sh- shit like that. That's it. I like it. I like movies that are shameless like that. That are just like put. But I don't. I also think it's shit. Like it's, 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 fu- it's dumb. Like it's like go fuck yourself. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like throw the, yourself off a bridge, Darren Aronofsky. Like, but but it, it also like came out under the guise that it wasn't going to be like a weird movie. Like you know what I mean? Like, mm, but that's like, what I. That's I think that's cool. I like to. I like trolling people. Like I like the idea that Mother came out in three thousand theaters and it had Jennifer Lawrence. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, everyone and just like, a bunch of moms went to it and they were like, ah. <laughs> so I like that. I like I like that aspect of it. That'd be great. That'd be you great. Know, they're like, oh, we're going to have a scary movie. And then it's just some weird fucking nightmare <laughs> of like it just is, people having an orgy in your house and it, breaking it does, your shit. And it like, does feel kind of dreamlike. That is yeah. cool. Like the progression and like, but it's just like, ugh. And it's, it's fucked. To, like it's shot in Montreal, right? Yeah. And so, I've talked were, to some of the extras. Were there that people that you, know, that you knew in the extras? There no, but I've just, I've heard some stories like, oh, they paid us extra because we did nudity and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and extras are the worst, you know? So it's like, so yeah, I hear about this and I'm like, oh, it must have been a shit show. I was watching right. it, like watching some of those scenes, like because there's so many extras. There's like, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, you even see it in the trailer. The house is like jammed. Jam packed. So it must, that must have been a shit show. That must right. have been an absolute Everybody shit. Everybody well, can make it now. Squish in. My friend, uh, Matt, I'm sure she didn't listen Technically, to the show. Technically, it's, it's a Marvel. Third AD on that movie, so she was the one. Oh yeah. Directing the extras. Oh, I'd or, love to hear about that. Doing some kind of. I, I would maybe, do a whole episode. Maybe just on she that. should come on the on the. I don't know if she, how much she's allowed to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I just remember book. when I saw it at TIFF last year, she wrote me. She's you like, went to TIFF? Are you seeing Mother? I went to Suspiria. I didn't see Suspiria. Mine was last year. Suspiria wasn't even shot yet. So did you see it though? Um, but she she wrote me and she's like, "Have you seen Mother yet?" I'm like, "No, I'm seeing it tomorrow." She's like. Curious to know what you're gonna think about <laughs> yeah. it. And I was Did you like, like it? <laughs> I, was, I don't even know that she liked it necessarily. She was just because it's when you're a third AD, you're yeah. wrangling extras, you're doing yeah. that kind of stuff. So I think you don't see it. You don't really have like a full. Yeah, you don't even know it. it's coming together. And that movie, if you're wor- you were working on that movie, it was just people in a house for 90 minutes, yeah. and then 600 of Montreal's up and coming actors <laughs> getting naked and smearing themselves with shit and tearing <laughs> babies apart and fucking and stuff. That's kind of interesting. I mean. <laughs> like I think that it's uh, it's definitely not a horror movie though. I mean, it's a horror well, like I in think the very. Any, but I think it's you like need a to, biblical. But you need horror. to like. Slap. It's so obviously biblical too. Right. Oh, come on. Like, it's like it's so like just like it smashes you over the head where it's like it's like okay Adam Eve. God, Cain Abel. Uh, it's like it's like come on. But man, if you like, that's the other thing too. When I I'm not really up on my religious texts. Even if you're not. But it, it, to me, it didn't strike me. When I first saw it, I didn't pick up on any of that shit necessarily. I saw it literally as like Darren Aronofsky going, it's so hard to have girlfriends when my art <laughs> is the most important thing about anything. And my girlfriend's like, come to bed. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I have to kill my art to make it, to make like, because the, the baby, you, anyway, like the so metaphor of it as art, as like the artist as an asshole is so stupid and so self-centered that I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's great that someone takes time out of their life to go, look at me. Like, I, I, well, I these are my problems. What did he make before that? What was, was, like, was Aronofsky's movie before that? Um, well, before, Robocop. Uh, no. <laughs> no. The first movie that he made was Pi. Then he made Requiem for a Dream. No, Requiem, I'm not asking for his full filmography. Oh, but right it's like, well, actually, you actually do it anyway. The was right it Robocop? 
do it anyway because it's it's, it's interesting because he kind of like did indie stuff and then yeah. like Requiem then for a Dream, the, which got I, attention, and then like I think then it's the Fountain. Then was it the no? Not after Requiem, then the Fountain. I believe so. Okay, and then the Fountain was a colossal like yeah, it, fa- it was a failure. Yeah, and then he did oh Black Swan. Black uh, people like the that one. Black Swan and the Fighter, right? He's the people fighter. people love the Fighter. Yeah. No, the Fighter the, is uh the, 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 the wrestler, the wrestler. The wrestler before Black Swan. Yeah, and then, and then it's Noah. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then Oof. I think it's uh, it's my. How was Noah? Did you see that one? I haven't seen it. No, I've not seen it either. I watched like so half working, an hour working. Who's it? Russell Crowe. So you yeah. well, you've missed a bunch. I did. <laughs> you missed a bunch. There aren't that many. Oh no, but not not as director. I'm bad. <laughs> so you know, he only produced the fighter. Oh right. So yeah, no, his so right before no, but mother he directed w- the wrestler. Right before was mother, and then I mean right before mother was Noah. Then it was Black Swan. Then it was the wrestler. Then it was yeah. the fountain. It's like in I mean, the wrestler is but the he also one yeah. is my favorite one of his, but yeah, yeah. I, well, I like Requiem for a Dream. A I like Pi a lot, like as a Pi is cool. Yeah, yeah, no, but like as as one of those like Hasidic Jew math movies. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. Guy but, drills his brains out. No, but you know what I mean. But like, if someone just sort of like, is this movie about a guy who's really into math and he's just Pi, like basically yeah. locked in a thing? Like, <laughs> like, it's one of those movies where like when I told people that right. like I enjoyed it, and then I told them about it, and they were like. They're like, oh, you're like a, like like a super like snobby artist. I'm like, no, I'm like, it's actually like <laughs> it's good. No, it's, it's, it's actually like engaging. Like yeah. anyone yeah, could yeah. watch this movie and get into it. Like, they, no, I agree. Yeah, it's like it sounds way more pretentious than it actually is because mm-hmm. it, it's shot very like accessibly and like it's, sort of. It's, it's, it's in, in black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's just still <laughs> engaging. Like you end up caring yeah, yeah. about the dude and whatever. Like it's sure, a, yeah, yeah, it's not like it sounds like you're describing like an art house film. But, but which it, it it is also, but it, you know, it's but it, not, but it's but not abstract. But it's like very it's, engaging. It's got right? like a, yeah, yeah. What's next for Aronofsky now? What's no next idea. for Aronofsky? I think I'm I can not tell Aronofsky. You. It's so open. Uh, I was at TIFF, but I didn't. Well, did you know that they <laughs> were they talking about it at TIFF? He's producing. He's producing a film, or maybe it already came out, uh, called White Boy Rick. Oh, it already came out. Okay, that was at TIFF too. I didn't see it. Did it really? Yes. So there actually it actually was at TIFF. Well, a movie that he produced. Yes. I see. What's next for Darren Aronofsky? Uh, so uh, where does he go from here? Who was the here? most famous person you saw, Tiff? This year, it was not a good uh, that I spoke to. I didn't speak to very many famous people. No, I you, saw you Elle saw Fanning on the uh, Fanning. on a, I just there was like a seven foot tall Elle Fanning. Person, She's and seven feet like, tall. I was like, who the fuck is that? And then I turns around, I'm like, oh, it's Elle Fanning. No, really and then I tweeted, seven feet tall. Oh, Dakota Fanning is here. And then I was like, that's not Dakota Fanning. She's not in a movie. But she had huge um, heels on. I oh. see. Um, so what was that? What was the best movie you saw? Uh, Spirit? it's a movie called Sunset. No. Sunset? A Hungarian movie called oh. Sunset. It's not by Art Linkletter? No. <laughs> It'll come out, uh, <laughs> Art Linkletter, the, uh. Yes. The yeah, Sunrise the Trilogy. <laughs> there before no, Sunrise. No, that's Richard Linkletter. Yes. Yeah. No, Art <laughs> Linkletter is like some <laughs> TV host guy from the 60s. <laughs> Art from Kids <laughs> Say the Darkest you, Thing. No, 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 no. He hosts a food <laughs> show with Peter Bourdain. <laughs> <laughs> No, notably, <laughs> notably, uh, his daughter Diane Linkletter <coughs> oh. uh, killed herself, threw herself out of a window on LSD oh. in the seventies. Oh no! And so that that was a just say no campaign, all tied up to that because uh, she went crazy on LSD and threw herself out of a window. Oh, I thought you meant she threw herself. But out then of he a still made like drug movies. That's Art Linkletter. Oh, Richard Linkletter. Richard Linkletter. <laughs> There's no <laughs> relation. He was like fifty. Like he would, didn't have a daughter in the seventies. Okay, I don't know. I was like, <laughs> there's sure no relation. I was like, I, uh, in my who mind, I was like, conf- who made like, Days of Confused? Richard Linklater. Richard Linklater. <laughs> 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 Who made Waking a- Life? After the Sunset. Did After the Sunset is like a movie with Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. <laughs> you know who, who made, made that? Before Brett Sunrise. Made that fucking Did he movie. really? Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Don Cheadle and Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> 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 Who made... <laughs> 
This is the game that we're playing. Have you seen who made before the sunset? <laughs> no, uh, no, you mean before, before sunrise? Before sunrise, sunrise. after sunset. To... <laughs> before the sunrise? I don't know. Before the sunset. <laughs> I think Before the Sunrise is like a Russian movie who from made, the 90s. Who made... Who made that... Who made the Boytown movie? No, what's that the fucking... Boy, you know the Boy Boy movie? What's that boy fucking town shit that everybody G-Boy. loves that fucking Richard Linkletter movie? You're still saying Before Sunrise, dude. Boyhood. Like Before Sunrise, After Sunrise, <laughs> and... Uh, beyond? Beyond Sunrise. Beyond the you're valley still, of the sunrise. No, but you're still thinking, you're thinking about the Sunrise trilogy with Ethan Hawke is what you're trying to think of. Right. He also did Boyhood. Yeah. He also did Waking Life. And Days of uh-huh. Confused. And Days of the Confused. Days of confused. <laughs> <laughs> he made, uh, yeah, the Newton Boys and Scanner Darkly. Yeah, Scanner uh, I love uh, Scanner I love Scanner Darkly. It was great. He made Everybody Wants Some. Everybody... Which is great. Fucking I was gonna say. I was like, "How do you feel?" About I I, I wrote, love that. I movie. wrote a big thing about uh, everybody wants some, and and also the demise of uh, like video collections. Right. <laughs> like, and I kind of like tied them together because I was like, "Days and Confuse is something I owned on VHS and watched a bunch. Yeah, it's the, it's one of my favorite movies. Uh, and it was like, and I was like, if. Everybody wants some existed in a time where people own movies. I think it would like it would be that it would become a cult movie. classic. Yeah. Like I was like I feel that movies now, because of we we talked about earlier, uh, like just distribution and there's so many movies available to you. If right. you have a Netflix account, you have a thousand movies. If you have an Amazon account, you have a thousand more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can also just go on and for three bucks rent any movie on right. video on demand. I was like I think it kind of I pre- paid five bucks as a hereditary on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, no. PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But like, so you can still rent any movie. Yeah. Like, it, like, re- whereas <laughs> back in the day, if your video store, <laughs> yeah, you would a be inclined. I was so loud. <laughs> just like, why? I, I just put the thing away from my mouth. Yeah, and we I still like coughed this. very loud. But yeah, I was like, I think that it's gonna be like a harder, if not impossible, for movies to hit that like cult classic status yeah. of a movie that yeah. you watch again and again and again. Because I was like, I would never. I loved that movie, and I watched it twice. Yeah. Compared to Days of Confused, which I've watched like probably but like a hundred times. One of times. the things that will happen is that um, Netflix is working towards having 50-50, right? 50% originals and 50%. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so at some point, what's going to happen is all the fucking networks are going to start. It's going to be like TV again. Mm. Netflix will have its shit and uh, Disney yeah, yeah, will yeah, have yeah. its shit. And so then it'll be you'll fall back into... I need a copy of this because I want to watch it. I don't know where it's gonna fucking go. I don't know. But you'll still, but you'll still then, at the very <laughs> least, have your VOD options for three bucks, five yeah, bucks. Yeah, sure. So but you I can, but you can still get. Some I people will buy movies. I still buy movies from time yeah. to time. But I'm. It's very, very rare. Like it used to be that, like, oh. Vi- <laughs> excuse me. Video store doesn't have what I want. Like, well, I own V. I own yeah. Days and Confused, and everyone be like. Yo, let's but watch see, Days of Confused. I feel people who are inclined to do that will still do that. I don't do that. I, I very rarely rewatch movies. Yeah. I don't fucking have time. I have to go to the movies every fucking day yeah. of my life. And I have a real job and I have to write about the movies that I see. So I don't often rewatch movies. But one of the things that I've noticed with my friends is I do, I do have friends who go back and rewatch movies, the same movies over and over again, like as a comfort thing. I think it's like a com- almost like music to them. Yeah. You know, because like. I'm oh no, for sure. Music, like I just buy records and I pile records. I have three thousand vinyl records in my house. Yeah, it's more than I'll never er- need to listen to. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And there are a lot of them I've only. No, dude, to. you're talking to somebody that's bought like that's bought thousands of dollars of DVDs. Like, yeah. When DVDs were big, like me I, too, man. Yeah, it's, it's fucked. It's, it's, it's stupid, fucked, and yeah. now I just have all these fucking DVDs, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. They're shit. You can't even sell them at a garage. sale. No, I, I don't know. They're they're, they're essentially worthless. I tried to sell them for a dollar at a garage sale, and I had to bring them to Renaissance myself. I was like. 
trying to give people money to go bring it to Renaissance. It's crazy. They're like, no, man, sorry. I'm like, what no is, one gives a shit. No, garbage. like, no one gives a shit, man. Yeah, but no, it, but no one's got DVD player. Like, but it sucks because, like, I there's stuff that came out on DVD that's not gonna get. I know, living, yeah, you know? yeah. So like, that's why I want to keep some stuff. I gotta yeah. get rid of some stuff. I gotta like thin out the collection. I think, like, and like my, and then like, you know, still proud of my of my, of my criteria, right. you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, of course. It's like and, fucking and nerdy, the, the nerdy DVD owner, those man. Those things like, don't really. I don't know. Like, I think there's there's still something to be said for it. I kind of fell off the physical media thing because of records. Yeah. I put all my money in records now, and it's like insane. Like everywhere I go, if I meet someone on the street, I have a bag with records in it. Jesus, fucking insane. Yeah, it's like it, it completely like dominates my life. But then I had to stop buying DVDs, or else you know that yeah. money has to go somewhere. But I do find it interesting. Like sometimes go to a thrift store, or like you'll find a um, something on DVD that's you know three bucks or two bucks or whatever and you're yeah. like oh i've never seen this exactly and it's still fucking easier to just pick up that dvd than it is to go track Hun- it down on the internet yeah 100 percent. yeah and like no i'll still buy shit from time to time i often buy and on amazon you could get like one penny dvds so the movies that no one gives a shit about and those are sometimes movies i have to write about for really like for what? Co- well i write uh made in montreal which is all the stuff that was shot here there's a bunch of like tv movies and shit from the Early 2000s. That still exist on DVD? That still exist on DVD. No nice. one cares. There's a movie called The Wool Cap. So I interviewed William H. Macy because he did that gala at Just for Laughs. And he was saying, yeah, I made a movie in Montreal called The Wool Cap. And I was like, all right, I guess I have to find that. Yeah. And so and it was at like Hallmark Original or some oh, shit. Wow. Nice. Showtime Original that he made in 2004. Showtime Original and a Hallmark Original are two vastly it's different things. It's not the things. same thing. It, but it, it's not HBO. You know, it's like a lower tier. Okay, all right. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based on a Jackie Gleason play from the '60s. Oh, so anyway, but, so Showtime. I was like, "How the fuck am I gonna find? I'm not gonna find that. Like, just looking for it. No one put it up on a torrent. No one's paying for it to be on Netflix. Oh, yeah, no, no you'd be surprised about torrents. Well, <laughs> in any case, so I put, and it costs three fifty from Amazon. It's one penny, and then three fifty for shipping. For shipping, yeah, yeah, and then and now I have it, and I haven't watched it. Nice. So. <laughs> was there that movie? The movie that they made me watch because on the other podcast, that movie where uh, that guy does blackface. The movie Soul Man. Soul Man. Nineteen eighty six. Yes. C. Thomas Howell. C. Thomas Howell that torpedoed his career like yeah. completely ended his career. Though he's like he tried those the, the, en- the entire purpose of the movie is that he takes a special supplement to give himself black skin so that he can get a Harvard uh, like a visible minority like a visible minority. Um, I think I vaguely remember this. It's pretty terrible. Yeah, it's uh, not a good uh, look. And that that was like when we But like but it was released as like it was like a studio release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was a major and release. It was like kind of like a teenish movie. It's it was the same it was supposed Teen Wolf and that kind yeah, of thing. But it was it, but it was like and but like if you watch like the trailers Soul Man, even the fucking title is If racist. you watch the trailers for it, they're like the craziest thing since Animal House and like whatever like and it's and I don't even see it. And see Thomas Howell, you know, he's he, he was, was at the height of his like because well, he's he in the Outsiders, yeah. he's Pony Boy in the Outsiders. Yeah, exactly. Oh, seriously. And every fucking person in that movie is, was a huge star except C. Thomas Howell. And guess why? Because he made fucking Soul Man. Seriously. Now he makes like you know like straight to DVD movies with Dolph Lundgren. This was it really just Soul Man that fucked him over? Yeah, hardcore. Pretty wow. sure. And even and even Soul Man, Soul Man had all the makings of like I forget who was the the writer on it, but it was like it was even a reasonable who comedy. Who thought it was going to be a good idea? Like. Do you the know who's in that movie? The, the lot, 80s thought it was good. A lot of cocaine. Idea. Cocaine Julie, thought Julie that was Louis good. Julie Louis-Dreyfus is like a supporting character oh, yeah? in it. Like, uh, what's his name? James Earl Jones mm. plays the, like, the elderly, like, you made a mistake, boy. Like, it's like, <laughs> right. it's great. There's, there is a great scene where C. Thomas Howell, like, is, is trying to make amends for... Did what you watch this recently? Yeah, they made me, John and Scott made me watch it on a thing we do on the other show. Uh, what other show? 
90s. Exactly. The other podcast. Oh, snap. <laughs> so, yeah. No, but, like, there's a great scene with, uh, with James Earl Jones where he's just sort of like, he's like, oh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to drop, I'm gonna drop out of, of school and whatever else like that. And James Earl Jones looks at him. He's like, and? and he's like, I'm going to, like, raise money and whatever and, like, pay for, like, the, this tuition, whatever. And he's like, and? And he's like, I'm going to like, – he just, like, keeps, like – like throwing himself more and more at the mercy, like I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna like reach out to like African American kids and like like <laughs> like volunteer whatever. And James Earl Jones is like, and and I was like, I hope this never ends. Like I hope that like whatever he says, James Earl Jones is never satisfied <laughs> with whatever bullshit rem like replay, right. <laughs> whatever bullshit replay, like um like repayment or whatever. You see Thomas Howell says, I want James Earl Jones to never be okay with <laughs> with James, with C. Thomas Howell's apology. Just be like. And I can't think of anything else. Exactly. Get the hell out of my office. Would have been such a great scene. So you're saying the implication was that Bill Cosby was more than seven years older than mm-hmm. his wife? Mm-hmm. In the <laughs> no, Soul Man is the worst. I think the worst The worst sin that Soul Man makes is also. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let's not worse funny. than the blackface. <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> because it does ultimately come out. It, it's trying to be progressive. It's trying oh, to show. Geez. It's trying. Well, yeah, but it, the it whole fails. point of the movie is that you shouldn't do blackface to get into you. <laughs> He's yeah. not saying do this, kids. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like he feels awful, and like the, the his love interest like hates him, and like and all that stuff, and like he realizes that he took a job from like. Yeah, but they call the movie Soul Man. <laughs> yeah. But there's a movie called Watermelon Man. Have you ever heard of this? Oh, oh. yeah. Wait, yeah. It's uh, it's uh, what's his name? Melvin Van Peebles. Who yeah. Like you know, and um, and it's a black guy who turns into a white guy. Yeah. And uh and it like his life is gets much better cuz he's like yeah. and and so it's a it's a black guy in white face and like kind of like it, and it's kind of cre- like it's like yeah, what is on, yeah like what does he look like it must look the early so weird, 70s yeah. Um, Jesus Christ! But it's a really fucked up. Like it's in that. It's that, like white chicks in the early seventies. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll find, I can find you a picture, but um, it's really interesting because it's really like it, movies weren't in that tone in nineteen yeah. seventy, and so it's really fucking wild. Not all of it works. It's it's very. What loud. do you mean? Like what it's tone? Like, what do you mean? Like, like a like a. Like South Park, almost. Okay, so, but it's yeah. like so satiric. So it is satirical. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Or it's like, well, the jerk is also like he doesn't put on blackface, but no, like, he's. Uh, but he thinks he's black. Like I feel like in the jerk. It's, oh no! It's, okay, so I had I had watermelon done. wrong a little bit. It Tasteful. Is like, it's like, a white guy that turns into a black guy, just like Soul Man. But he starts. He's he's a black man. But who he puts the on actor is at the black beginning. who has white face yeah. at the beginning, and he looks. Well, so he does at one point have white makeup on to make yeah. him look white. He looks. He looks very scary. He looks like this. Whoa. Oh my god! <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh my god! Well, and what? But what's his name? Uh, Donald Glover just did that. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of and and you, I think Donald Glover probably really likes Watermelon Man, if I had to guess. Yeah, because that's what he does in. Uh, oh, the fucking teeth! Well, but he, he does like? it. He does it in Atlanta as that character, right. and yeah. then he showed up at the Emmys as, as right, that yeah, character. Yeah, he yeah. looks that looks like a, a life-size uh, Thunderbirds fucking puppet. You know? The other movie I wanted to no? talk to Alex Godfrey about. Cambridge is the guy, the actor. Remember the Thunderbirds? Thunderbirds? Yeah, yeah, uh, th- uh, Thunderbirds marionette. Thunderbirds go? Yeah, marionette. What was the other show that made use of like pretty much the same marionettes kind of things? Uh, it was, like it a wasn't space called, one. It wasn't called Thunderbirds. It had a different name. But it was the same deal pretty much yeah, with, yeah, the, yeah, with yeah. the puppets. Team America World Police. That's the one. Yep. Um, yes. Did you guys see the movie uh, see Most the Violent Year? Did you see the new Halloween? I saw that, yeah. The new Halloween. <laughs> not, a, not, not a horror movie at all. This is our Halloween, Halloween horror movie spectacular. And did you see the new Halloween? I did. I have seen it. And? I saw that. I was at the world premiere. Oh. Get the shit out of here. Everybody Where? Everybody was at Tiff. Tiff. That's what I'm talking about. And this is what I'm talking about. And did you see Suspira? <laughs> 
And and uh, um. I, I don't know, know how much I can say. I might be on there on bar- it's That is a Blumhouse, and that is a Blumhouse release. That is a Blumhouse. This, this comes up. Have, this, so what, how does that work? This they have the distribution rights now? I'm they have the... Say, yeah. Yes. Is, is, okay, is, is the Akkad family still attached in any way? Like the Mustafa Akkad family who used to... Because Mustafa yeah, yeah, Akkad yeah. used to produce all those... He, I don't know if he, if he is. I think maybe. I mean, there's a really long... So I was sitting, He's dead, though. Mustafa's dead. Yeah, yeah, but there's another guy, I think, his son. There's his daughter, I think. His daughter? Yeah, it's possible. But... There's a lot of producers in the movie, and like I would say, like eight out of the you know 15 producers got applause when the movie started, <laughs> like because you know like Danny uh, Danny McBride wrote it. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, crazy, yeah, yeah. Well, so I will say, okay, so I will say the worst thing about the movie. So we're talking I like about Danny McBride is that Danny McBride wrote it because the worst things about the movie are the things that are clearly informed by Danny McBride's sense of humor. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get I can get I get that. Um it's really good. It's it's you know Did you see the Danny McBride the 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 film at Fantasia? Yeah, the, I saw that. How it was that? Sucked. I what that Danny McBride had a movie Arizona, at Fantasia. It was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not like that. Yeah, he plays like a he plays like a like a killer who just like keeps justifying his killings. It's a serious movie? No. no, it's like it's a real like late '90s black comedy, like very bad things or something like that. Like just like 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 oh, like you get on my nerves, so I killed you. Yeah, basically. Like, well, so like, <laughs> no, well, what he is he's, he's a guy. They live in Arizona and like all these gated like planned communities. And um, Seth Rogen, uh, who I guess is in the movie, I guess spoiler alert, <laughs> spoiler is the guy you. is the guy who sold him his house. And then you know what, for what whatever movie, reason, the the house he lost his house, he lost his mortgage. So he goes to the office and. Um, kills Seth Rogen accidentally pushes him off a thing and yeah. Rosemary DeWitt who is like Seth Rogen's partner in the uh, real estate thing mm. sees him so he's he follows her, her home and then he's like I'm gonna kill you so that you don't know but he's very he's very Danny McBride he's yeah. like oh no 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 no! I didn't want to do that oh no I gotta kill you and like all this shit and, and then so like his ex-wife shows up who's uh, Caitlin Olsen from uh, It's Always Sunny yeah. Yeah. kills her Luke Wilson is in it. He's the old like you know. It's like a th- it's a fucking real nineties. Yeah, like, by dark circumstance, comedy. like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, I yeah. didn't, I didn't like it at all. I thought it was like kind really of like gross dull. point blank, but not good. Yeah, yeah, but but more uh, very <laughs> bad things to me is really like the the real example. Okay. Like, very bad things is a movie that I fucking hate. Uh, that <laughs> I find is so tonally like off. <laughs> like it's just like, bah, 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 like yelling like this is so fucking dark guys <laughs> and it's like that's the feel that that movie had as well like where you're just like oh it's fucked up that he died in an ironic way it's like isn't a smash it? mouth look music. at all the blood pouring <laughs> out of his head like a smash mouth music video <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but uh but yeah so halloween so it, it's really feels well like that done. <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's david gordon green i think is a really good director uh, he's made some bad movies. He made Your Highness, which is inexcusable. <laughs> oh. Terrible fucking movie. Yeah, um, that's hard to get through. <laughs> yeah, it's it's awful. It's yeah, so I remember, hard. like, I, I, I will tell you, we uh, watched Your Highness at someone's bachelor party at, like, a 2, 3 a.m. Like, let's put on a dumb comedy. Everybody, weird. like, everybody's messed up. Anything yeah. will be funny. It's and a we're bummer. Like, yeah, it's a like we just, like, bummer. stopped watching. I think, like, the first, like, ten minutes are okay. And it's yeah, like, and it's such, like, yeah. The, yeah. Cast, the cast of that is, like, is the extra depressing part. Yeah, like, like literally everyone is like funny and talented. Yeah. And then you're like, and they're we so into it. Shout out garbage. So not funny. Yeah. It's but like the opposite. It's the exact opposite of, uh, uh, what's the movie? The, the nun one. 
The one that came out this year, Little... Oh, yeah. Uh, little Hours. Yeah, Little yeah, Hours. Little it's hours. like the exact opposite of Little right. Hours. Because Little Hours was like that mo- was like Your Highness, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. masterfully executed right. and hilarious. <laughs> like, well, because because you're, the Little Hours, too, is like sort of like a very specific pastiche of like horny nuns movies from yeah, the 70s. Yeah, exactly. Which are like, you know, if you've seen one, you've seen all of them, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all the same. But the same. This was like a parody of like your or whatever, yeah. like fucking like like a Game movie, of Thrones like, style and whatever. Yeah, but like more eighties, like kind of like stupid. Like is that a subgenre? Thing. Horny nun movies? Is that not just porn? No, no. There's like a horny nun sort of like. Well, but the, the, you know the, they're the, often the, Italian or Spanish. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. it's like script, going the, against the the, the but like this, too. the script. The it's script like more than just like horny. It's like sacrilegious. Okay, like, yeah. Little yeah, Little yeah. Hours is based on like a three hundred year old script. Yeah, 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 Like yeah, yeah, it used yeah. to it used to just be like well, a, like an old like, look at these body horny nuns. Like look at them. They're saying words you'd never say, and they just they updated the dialogue so that like. Like is it, is it a the language would be offensive even today, right? Like, because the original language was probably just sort well, of it was, like it was like profane. Look, it was like you're, yeah, you were fucking with the church. It was like yeah, like exactly. That's it. I'm sure. I'm sure it was probably mild mannered in the original yeah, yeah. text, yeah, but yeah. like, but they just they jacked it to be as equally profane, right? Exactly. as it was then. Like the audience yeah. would be like, <gasps> like nuns are saying what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, little hours. But, but was so like, and great. then the, but the, even the aesthetics of it are very seventies horny nuns movies. Yeah, yeah, which yeah are it's, like all, it's all like that, that frolicking and like kind of like a, taking a long time to get to like the nudity and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the weird um the all those the, the like like those Vincent Price like set pieces. Like the set right. piece, like the castle that's in every Vincent Price movie, right. and you're like, it's the same castle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Every Somewhere time. like in Croatia or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I like that movie. I think uh, that's a really good movie. It's not a horror movie, but Little Hours is. Yeah, that was real good. So, yeah. but so Halloween, so so good. Yeah, I think it's it's quite good. I'm, I'm seeing it again on Wednesday, so like I'm I'm because when when you're at TIFF and you're not watching Suspiria, you are watching <laughs> other movies, <laughs> and so and so I you know that was a, the only midnight screening that I went to, and I was kind of. It was actually at midnight. Yeah, it was at midnight. Ooh. And I was, or as I eleven or whatever, but I was zonked. Was like, like Jamie Lee Curtis there and shit. Yeah, yeah, everybody. Oh no, shit. Yeah, it was yeah. the world premiere. Um. So I guess the. But like it's it's good and like a lot of it is really well done, like like really like beautifully shot and all that stuff. The comedy parts of it, I think, are a little. They're funny, but they're distracting. Because like you know, Danny McBride is funny. Yeah. So like, let's say there's a little kid. One of the characters, so the main. Um. Laurie Strode is Jamie Lee Curtis. She's sure. the grandma now. Right, she has yeah. a kid who's Judy Greer, who's like, I don't know, like 45. And Judy Greer has a kid who's graduating high school who's the age that Laurie Strode is in the first Halloween. Nice. Yeah, because it's so, been that long, yeah. Yeah, and so her friend, uh, the, the kid's friend, is babysitting this little kid. He's a little black kid who's like seven or eight. And uh, he talks like Danny McBride. Which is like fuck, <laughs> like uh, it's funny. Like I'm not gonna lie, like a little black kid that talks to Danny McBride, it's funny. Wish that it was not in this movie that I was that you know then it becomes murder and yeah, 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 yeah. you know and so it, it's kind of misplaced and it that kind of stuff like not just doesn't really take me out of it but it it's like a this tonal is the Star Wars this is like the fucking like the the Last Jedi problem something for everybody like Star Wars Star Wars Last Jedi would have been nothing better without the comedy. Yeah, like it's when sure, yeah, yeah, this is like, this is mean, like a I trend, guess. you know. Like. But the thing is that the comedy is funny. Like if I know, I know. Yeah, I, I like the you. comedy. It's just weirdly out of place. Yeah. yeah. Like when 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 uh, Oscar Isaac is pretending not to hear the guy, I was right. like, I was like, this is a, this is funny. That's it. That's like I was like, this is a fine funny that's scene. What's worse about it, I think, because like <laughs> when it's funny and when it's trying to be funny and it sucks and it's just like funny. Yeah. In quotations, like. Like you, can kind of, you can kind of pass over that, but when it's actually funny, it's worse because you're like you're wasting this. Yeah, yeah. At a place where it's not <laughs> yeah, supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, like I was you like know. you're I, like, 
watching those scenes in Last Jedi, I was like, I'm like, this would be fine in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Like, and you would have been like, you'd have been like, get him, Star Lord. You know, right. and, like you would have been like on board with it. But I was like, like I, I, people were like, oh, like the Star Wars movies are always funny. I'm like, they're really not. There's no jokes in the original Star Wars. Right. Like, there's like, and there's no jokes in the fucking. There's no funny scenes in the original Halloween. Like, and it's no, that's and, it, it. and it's yeah. good start to finish. You, you know, don't need like, to jam something in for everyone just because you have a major release. Have you seen Apostle? I haven't seen it yet. I no. really want to see. What's it. Apostle? Yeah. Apos- Apostle Netflix. is the dude who did the, uh, yeah, Ga- the Gareth raid. E- Gareth Edwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The horror movie. Gareth, Gareth Evans. So it's the Gareth dude who Evans. did the raid and raid like raid redemption and yeah. raid two. Uh, so. It's going a for like a horror movie, a like, mis- a, like a, a period mystery horror, yeah. like yeah, with uh, Michael Sheen. Yeah, it's a man who's yeah. trying to rescue his sister from a cult. Is kind of the setup. Huh. Yeah, yeah, but I'm like, I'm in. Like, I really apparently it's very violent, so I'm into that. Well, oh. I mean, it's the dude who did raid. Yeah. Have you guys? Have either of you seen fucking Terrifier? Terrifier. Terrifier with the it's like a like straight to Netflix, but like um, oh, it's like it looks like a really schlocky horror thing from like it's like a, just like a clown, okay. it's like a, a clown killer thing. Sure, like, yeah. but it's like it's it's a pretty good fucking like straight up crazy like uh, slasher, oh, yeah. like well made, uh, shock shockingly violent scene. There's like a scene that where it's that's like fuck and like yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, it's good. It, uh, I I enjoy it. Terrifier. Look it up. We, the I other one we talked about this before. The other one I've been on before, but oh. like uh, Green Room to me is like yeah. You mentioned it at the beginning. The absolute. <laughs> I have not seen nothing Green is room. better than Green Room as far as I'm concerned in the last like ten years. Green Room. Yeah. What are uh, we talking about? Jeremy first. Solney. Um, no, you you heard it everywhere, but you nope. you, you don't know what Green Room is, uh, Walter. Green Room. It's like a punk band that gets. Trapped into a bunker by a bunch of white supremacists led by Patrick Stewart. Uh, I've heard of this and I haven't seen it, and but then now I'm gonna. They go back is, to when, is this, when, when is this movie from? Two years ago? Green Room. 2016. Uh, and the band goes back to the Green Room and then one of the white supremacists killed a girl. And so then they're like, oh, we don't let this band leave this place. So this that's my favorite conceit for any horror movie is like, we are trapped in a thing, in a yeah. physical space, and we got to get out. I was mentioning Don't Breathe before yeah. the yeah, yeah, before yeah. we started talking. Don't you like breathe. that one, too? I do like that. I love oh, I'm going to check that one don't out. Don't Breathe is so good. That shit is my favorite, though. Like When you constrain it, and it doesn't well, take o- over like a bunch of days or whatever, one of my, and it's in one yeah. spot, That's one that of my to fa- me scares one me. One of my really. favorite uh, <laughs> favorite horror movies ever was Pontypool. For that Pontypool's reason. pretty good. Because, that because, because yeah. you were in that low area, and but it's like you had what was going on in the world coming sure. in through the radio. Yeah. And that's what I love. And you're like, but I don't want to. Like, it wasn't that you were trapped in this area by like a physical log. You were like, you're trapped by circumstance. You're like, I don't right. want to go out into sure, yeah. whatever's happening. And then the like, yeah, it was great. Uh, and, the man, other and George Romero's movies are mostly that. Too, yeah, yeah. You know? They're mostly and, like uh, single Assault on Precinct 13, too, which is not really a horror movie. but Also, The Raid. Yeah. <laughs> the raid, yeah, exactly. Which is Judge, like our dread, the the dread and mother. Oh, I love dread. That's amazing too. And mother also. Dread, dread Ma- was mother su- too. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Such a bummer. Such a bummer to me that dread was not like I think a bigger hit because yeah. it was very good. And I don't think it cost a lot of money to make. Not too bad. I think it was like a forty million. Yeah, it's exactly. Like Something like, like it was a, like a low, low, yeah. well, like a low no budget Hollywood no budget. Stars in it. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know the other one. The other one Carl that Urban's I uh, that I became aware of. Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Not a big star. He's, he doesn't cost a lot of money. Though. I guess he's like s- sixth banana in Star Trek movies. <laughs> I guess. I mean, no, I know. Like, I, li- I love him, but I was I'm like, just he, saying, like, like I was like, like, he was not in the Fellowship of the Ring in Lord of the Rings. He was just around. Was he? I think so. Isn't he? 
I don't even, I I didn't even know. I didn't, I didn't know Maybe he was he in any like, of those movies. He might play like a is relative elf in. Uh, I did not a, know about any. I give I really zero shits about those movies. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> so do I. Like, I, I was watching. <laughs> I was watching the um, the Conor McGregor uh, Khabib. Sure. Yeah, he's Umer. Yeah, I told you. Umer. So no, he's in the arrogant. Keith, you really want to? Second, we're gonna wrap it up in a second. After we talk about, I was gonna say, Keith, you really want to try to keep the MMA talk to the other podcast? No, because of the fact that one of the. One of the sponsors of the UFC Conor Khabib fight was this movie Overlord, which I only became oh, oh Trepanier yeah. did. Uh, which I asked Trepanier about that. I only Sh- became aware of the film because of the UFC, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" And it's like JJ like Abrams is like, like, like yeah, a like has seen this. Trepanier works at like a film processing lab, okay. and like he's NDA'd. I feel. What's that? But I mean, I'm not telling you anything uh, about it. He's it's coming out soon. It's it looks pretty good. Fantastic Fest or something. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, people yeah. have seen it already. I've yeah, heard yeah, good yeah, shit yeah. about it. Like apparently, very violent. Seems, like, seems cool. Yeah. Yeah, like Nazi good. stuff. I yeah, mean, well, you know, I'll see. The thing about me is, I'll see it. Yeah. People are like, I don't know if I'm going to see it. A year from, I don't fucking have a choice. A year from now, when there's like, like, or whenever the video release happens, you'll just get like a message from me, like, we want to talk for months. Alex, Alex, brother, how are you? Have you seen Overlord, brother? Yeah, no, like World War Two genetically modified Nazi horror. Yeah, it looks great. That's like what it. Awesome. I was like, but like we were watching it, and I was like, what is. Right. Looks like, really good. But like not and no, but not in the it looks really good. It looks there's a game series out on the PlayStation called Resistance and it looks a lot like Resistance, which is World War One alien genetically modified mm. Nazi or not Nazis, Germans, whatever. Maybe it's two. Maybe might be World War Have II. Have you seen the trailer for this thing with Bruce Willis in it where it's like it's fucking it's just uh Westworld? Where there's like fucking it's just where it's where there's like where it's like it's androids and shit. And it's, it's called Vice or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, what like is a it called? Straight to DVD fucking Bruce Willis movie. Is it straight to DVD? Because it looks like pretty high budget. With there's like a lot of t- yeah, yeah, no, it's special it's effects and shit. All of Bruce the movie Willis Vice is a 2015 Bruce Willis. So this is the thing. What's going on, with Bruce? Willis? We've talked about this before. One of the things that really Walter? saddens me about the fact that I don't have my podcast that I used to have <laughs> yes. is that Bruce Willis made like 40 fucking shitty movies Walter, since I stopped doing Walter. the podcast. I just and I just I started watching them. I was writing this long piece <laughs> for no one. I was like, I'm gonna pitch this when it's done. And I was watching all of the fucking <laughs> the many forgotten films of Bruce Willis. I just really, really, really need to point out that this movie came out in 2000. 2015. Which one? Vice with Bruce Willis. Oh, really? Yeah. Could be. Yeah. So a self-aware Hating artificial human played by Amber Childers becomes caught in the crossfire between a cop, Thomas Jane, and the creator oh, of the Thomas artificial Jane. human, Bruce oh, Willis. Oh, Thomas Jane, yeah. An exclusive resort where paying customers play with their wild fantasies. Yeah, it's the That West came out so 2015. 2015. So it's a West but it might, it might only have its VOD now, right? Yeah, like I, it's thi- I think it, it might have been sat on the shelf for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, if yeah, it would have yeah. came out now, people would be like, this is just fucking Westworld. What the yeah, fuck is no, this? No, but I think Westworld was started. In, well, Westworld is from the 60s. So. Well, yeah. but it Westworld looks a lot but it looks a lot like the current series. Michael Crichton. Michael Crichton. No, but it looks a lot like like even visual. There's like some visuals that are saying, and like th- there's like fucking plots that are right out of the fucking series. Guys, it's the crazy. Movie, like. the, the movie Vice uh, has a soundtrack by Hybrid, who are a British <laughs> electronic group. Nice. Because I found Mike. this, I, fa- I, I found out Mike about this Charles when I was Truman. looking up the uh, the trailer for they were known as part of the fucking Vice with the the, yeah, the, the, the Dick Cheney movie, Dick Cheney, yeah. which looks awesome. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm Do sure you like the Adam McKay series movies? Uh, what are the other ones? There's, uh, the, big short, there's right? the Big Short, and was he not involved with? The, there's another one. I don't know. I don't know. It's a, big Short is okay. The Hangover. Uh, three. Uh, the hangover. Big oh. Short, like the first like 45 minutes are like 
unwatchable, and you're just like, what the fuck am I watching? The Big Short, really? Yeah. Oh, I like it, it start to finish. I think it picks up. Uh, but at the beginning, I thought it was awful. I, I hated it. Oof. And I think that it it's one of those movies where I think it has to be kind of annoying to for it to work. It's like a, um, it's a Fish fucking Mel Gibson movie where oh. the, the, the fucking the Mel Beaver Gibson thing? war movie that he oh. Uh, like the beaver. It's not Hard Break Ridge, but whatever the fucking the, the, the last Patriot. One. No, 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 he's no just I know. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. Hack, the the first hour of Hacksaw Ridge is so fucking corny. It's like unwatchable. And People the love that shit half though. Is like, the most it's very, it's, it's really fucking, gruesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, what? And then you, so you need it to be really fucking corny at the beginning so that it sideswipes you with this gruesomeness. Um, I think I, you think you're the first person that's ever compared the Big Short to Hacksaw Ridge. Just saying. <laughs> um, Sometimes. Were you five questions? When's the last time you were on this show? He's been more than a year, so he's got new questions. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I um, thought like he's it's, he's either been on this like over a year ago or no, like three well, months I, well, ago. We did the like, interview for the paper. Yeah, that was that the opposite. That was a podcast. That Even was though we kept acting like it was a podcast. It yeah, was. exactly. That's it. Maybe I was. We, all of us thought we, we were talking. It's a podcast. We kept we kept saying like, oh, don't put this in the. Or like cut this out. Edit like, point. Yeah. Cut point. Edit point. Uh, someone someone told me when I when I told them I do podcasts or whatever they were like when you talk you always sound like you're on a podcast. I was like I don't really know what that means. Like, it's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, like, no, but probably. people told us that they were just sort of like What's that? just listening. What'd you say? What did you, why did you just pe- point and yell at me? Because people told us that we were sitting there having a conversation and then someone was like, "What do you guys do?" We oh, they're just idiots. Yeah, also idiots. Yeah. Uh, question number one. <laughs> You we think so both. highly. Like, both. Both? Aliens. But you know these questions. You were actually there at, uh, at 100, so you've had time to think. Oh, these since are the same questions from 100? Yeah, we recycle them every time we have Mike Patterson on the show. Okay, okay. I don't know. We just recycle them every I year. Don't remember he doesn't see these questions. No, but he was in the audience oh, when we came up with them. I have listened to the show. You guys he was in the audience at 150. I do listen to the show, but then you guys have a lot of wrestlers on, and I'm like, then I just We haven't had wrestlers on in a while. It's been a while. Let's get a wrestler on. wrestling a lot. Anyway, in any case. Let's get Sami Zayn on. He's around. He's rehabbing it's the injury. Happen. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, no. It's hundred percent not happening. Give me the question. Do questions. Show, you're saying Sammy, questions. Sammy Zane can show up. Questions. At like, Sammy Zane can show up. Sammy Zane can show up at a, an improv thing with twenty people in the audience, but he can't do our podcast. A thousand percent. Nah. <laughs> um, question number one. Do the show, Sammy. Uh, aliens, robots, or fire. Fire. And why? I'm fucking terrified of fire. Oh yeah, more than we all are, really. Actually, I kind of like fire. See, no, I don't like it, and I fucking like so. Um, here's a story. I I took off a a baseboard, electric baseboard, that it was uh, that sucked, and so I. What do you mean, like electric heater? Like an electric heater? Yeah, like the radiator. Yeah, like a but like an electric one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a radiator. And I didn't know what I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I didn't turn off the the breaker. Oh, and no. then I just pulled what? on it, and a fireball <laughs> exploded from Whoa. it. Yeah. Wow! What? And you thought you could just what? I didn't know what I was doing. Listen, <laughs> was this before the internet? No, it was a uh, fireball. It was well, it, it it sparked a fireball. And there was a little yeah. And then I was like, oh, and then I couldn't. Then I I was like, I had insomnia for two months because I was like, what if the fireball comes <laughs> back? Like a kid who is afraid of of a monster. <laughs> Wait, whose house was this? My house, my apartment. How old were you? Uh, thirty-one. <laughs> And uh, and so and so, I, and then there was these exposed wires. I had capped them off and everything, but I was like, 
It was just fucking stupid. And so then I was terrified of fire. And, I, and every time I leave my house, I'm like, <coughs> and I come back to my house, I'm like, I'm going to turn the corner of my street. My apartment will be on fire. And I'll just go, there it is. Do you know what I saw? This is what was supposed to happen the whole time. This is what you did. I almost set my house on fire with my wife and child in it this summer. Oh, the duck! I, I only have—I don't even have a wife. We're not married. With the duck, Woo! you know. <laughs> your yeah, I, try, I I put a. I, I you, put t- a you told this story on the, the podcast. The right? duck, because I've heard this story. Yeah, the duck yeah, yeah. All right, we're yeah. not telling the story. Again, uh, but but yeah, I fire. saw what, something I saw yesterday. I've never seen before in my life. Something on fire was a car, or maybe even a truck, engulfed in flame. Wow! Like so, we're driving back from the cottage, and we see a fire, and like we're like, not super unusual. A lot of people have bonfires this time of year, or whatever. And we're like, that's a real big fire. Just going up, and Sarah's like, I think that's like a car. And I was like, I don't know, maybe a house, whatever. So we drive by, it's on the service road. And it's like you saw, just like in the movies, like the black silhouette of the car and then just engulfed in flame and flame like 20 feet high. We were like, it was crazy. It looked super cool. But I'm like, I don't know if it was like maybe like a something, an engine problem that then caught the gas line or whatever. But it was like, just like that black silhouette of a vehicle and fire everywhere. You would have loved it, Walter. Sounds like it. Would have loved it. Alex, what is your earliest memory? Oh, yeah. I have heard these questions. Um, so I was born I'm born on Christmas Day. Okay. And you remember your first Christmas? No. Like, like I remember leave on. Christmas, uh, December 25th, 1986 is my birthday. Mm. And I remember December 25th, 1988. Okay. Is that possible? Two, two so years I was, like, old? I was two it's years possible. old. I think you have memories from two years. Because it's, my grandfather died in 89. Okay, and you remember your grandfather And I remember was there. going to Christmas at my grandparents' house because my cousin, I only had one cousin at that time who was a year older than me, had a stupid fucking driving video game. You know, it was like, it was like a, a a box that made noise and it had like a... Like a steering yeah. wheel? A steering wheel. Yeah, and it, yeah. went, it wasn't really like a video game, but it was like a noise. And, and I thought that it was very, very loud and there's pictures. I mean... That probably helps that there are pictures of this. Yeah, like it like kind of locks your memory. Yeah, in. but like. I remember I'm sitting next to him on the couch and I'm going like this. I'm holding my hands over my ears because I'm like a baby, and mm-hmm. my uh, my cousin is playing with this shit and and like it's a picture at my grandma's and where my grandpa was still alive. So I think that's my earliest memory. Um, there are no feelings attached to it necessarily. Like it I don't. Yeah, I, I'm not like nostalgic of it. I and it, and if you ask me, it was probably in my head. Feels like it happened later. Okay. Like I was probably older. Yeah. If I, but because uh, I was two, I was like on the cut. Co- maybe I was two and a day, you know. So. Yeah, it was like Chris- Christmas '88 kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Crazy. That's what it had to be. Yeah. But I'm sure the picture, like you, like I said, the picture is locked it in. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a couple things of that where I have like I have a lot of memories of looking at a picture of a thing. But yeah. I don't necessarily know if I remember the thing. But I re- I have a distinct like sort of like sense memory of it happening yeah like there's a photo that i remember very well from my childhood which was my dad had flipped over his my dad had flipped over his lawnmower and was working inside and i had a little lawnmower that he pushed and it made bubbles kind of come out uh and i was like "Eh," and like i flipped it over too. classic kid bullshit yeah classic kid bullshit like uh not helping at all just (coughs) making yeah but that's it but so like so i flipped it over and i was like doing what he was doing like i was like Checking underneath like my dad was. Yeah, like and losing two fingers to the bubbles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. So my, and my mom took a photo of that. And, like, I do not <laughs> remember that instance, but that photo I remember seeing. Like, I was very right. young. Like, and I just, like, 
but I don't remember doing that. Yeah. Like, you know, I was like, I just like the photo. I haven't seen the photo in like 30 years either. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Thing. Like it was like. Well, the other thing that I, I like, do you have, you have siblings, right? Are yeah. you I'm the oldest? I'm the youngest. The youngest. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. uh, and Walter, are you the oldest? Definitely. Yeah. And how old boy what, Walter. What's that? What's the difference? It's like four and a half years between me so and So you would have been, you remember a time before your sister was around? Uh, like. I do. I have a memory. I have a memory of like of I think being told that my mom was gonna have a baby. Right. Yeah. And you're like, why? <laughs> Am I not why, good enough? Brother? I don't remember freaking out. <laughs> I don't remember ever like, but I don't remember there being any kind of like. I don't remember ever experiencing any kind of like nervousness or like anxiety. Or, or I don't remember experiencing anything. I don't remember. Right. I don't remember the lead up. I just had this like one kind of memory. Like and I think I was like where I went to go like jump on my mom. My dad was like, "We got to be careful because right. like your 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 brother is in there Cause has like I, a baby." I'm of her, three like. and a half years older than my brother. Yeah, and I have several memories where for sure my brother was alive. Yeah, but he does not feature in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> like I, d- I don't have that many memories of my brother being a little baby and me doing shit like running around. Yeah, my brother must have. But we also he's we're close enough that like we played together when we were kids and stuff, and so. You know, and I, I have this problem where, like, I don't really... I remember things that happened to me when I was nine, and it's like they happened to me today. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So, like, if I did, like, an embarrassing thing, like, I can't look at it and go, that was a different person. That was... It still seems like it's me. You know, I've, I have that, too. Like, and I, it's I, fucking like, terrible. Like, I think that it's, a, it's such a sign of maturity when you don't have that. And so I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I'm working towards that. My whole life going to be spent trying to do that. Yeah. No, to, I, to you know, f- I get that. I get that every now and then. Like, every now and then, like, a bad memory of, like, a time I messed up or whatever. Well, like, well, it hit me, like, as though I just did it. But I'm like, I know better now, and I'm significantly older. Like, I'm not. Yeah. A, but, like, every now and then it hits you, like. Why did I do that? I'm so stupid. And you're like, you were seven? Yeah. Like, you okay. did it because you I'll were seven you. and you knew See, nothing. Here's my earliest humiliation memories. Also, at Christmas, I got a present, unwrapped it, whatever. I had a lot of presents because it was my birthday. And my mom said, oh, that's just from your aunt. Go kiss your aunt. And I said, okay, I'll go kiss. And I kissed the wrong aunt. Oh. And this, to me, still feels like if you pulled down my pants on St. Catherine and everyone laughed at it's my like dick, the same feeling. that's how I feel about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And like it's I like it's like a fucking stupid thing, but like I didn't I didn't have sort of like um, like self critical yeah, to yeah, go yeah. like ah. Oh, also, you kissed her just, on the mouth. No, no. Well, I mean, we're we're French, my man. Hey, what do you think is. we do? Gainsbourg. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I've I've um I have a memory where I was like, I was we had an air gun, and I was like, this is going so long. I really, I really, really, really. Really needlessly long episode. One, it's not needlessly long. This is like you just. Should we've done so much longer? It's we're not at, pat on the mat. We're though. at an hour fifteen, Ugh. and this is shorter than oh. some gotta, recent ones. Get the meltdown. Here. Shorter than Loretta, I think. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was a buddy. We had an air gun because we were allowed to play with air guns. Right. And I just, I really, I don't know why, I really wanted my friend to shoot the, a squirrel. With the air gun, because mm-hmm. he had it. Like, and I and I don't know what I would have done in the reverse if I would have shot it. But like, he had it. Was like, I'm gonna shoot the squirrel, and I was like, do it. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, just do you it. Have bloodlust. Yeah, no, but I was like, do it, do it, do it, do it. And then I like, I made. He cried. Like he was like, had his finger on the trigger, and then just started crying. And I was like, had this the weirdest emotion of like mad that somehow. I had made my friend cry, but <laughs> also mad that he didn't have This is a very good uh, encapsulation of you guys' relationship on the podcast. <laughs> oh, really? <feel> what? Like. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you <laughs> but who's the gun? Who's the one with the gun? Everything stays the same. 
Walter. Oh <laughs> 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 but yeah, but it's sort of my buddy crying. But like, but when I think about it, like afterwards, I have like this like weird guilt of like, I'm like, why did I just like, why did I want to make my friend kill this right. thing? To the point where I made my buddy cry. Like, right. I have these like such weird emotions, and I'm like, I'm mad at myself for being like such a shithead. Right. Like to being like, do it. Like, like just like <laughs> really like gunning. For, and then my friend was like, no, and I'm like, don't be a baby. Like just kill it. Right. And like, but it was weird because he wouldn't give me the gun because I was like, give me the gun and I'll do it. And he's like, yeah. no, I'll do it. It was like such a weird like. It was a very some like re- some real. Neither of you shot e- the other. No one, one shot the squirrel. No, but neither of you shot each other. No. That's weird. <laughs> that's it's weird. Interesting. That's the natural. This seems like the natural yeah. like, progression. All of a of sudden, story, my friend you know? is like, "No!" And then like, it seems like that's where that story's standoff. going. You know, like, like all of a sudden, my friend is like, "No!" And just shoots me with an air yeah. gun. I'm like, ah. <laughs> or you're like, there's like a struggle. Yeah, I'm like, and I don't even like, and now also like in retrospect too, I'm like, I don't even know if a BB gun would kill a squirrel. Question number four. Question number three. Your favorite question. Question number three. Tell us about a time you fucked up. Kissed the wrong aunt. I just, I guess, I just did that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two and three, baby. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I c- <laughs> it's not the only time I fucked up. Damn. Um, time that I fu- took a job I, I, at a local I, Montreal newspaper. You no, know, that was okay. Hey. I, I I think I told <laughs> I told a story about when I got arrested on. We this love called Montreal, before, right? Was that? I yeah, did, you, did. you did. You did. You did. Because we we talked about that on that was one of our previous questions, which was tell us about a run in with the cops. Right. That was a Michael Mando question. Because Michael Mando had that a, was a good cr- question. Yeah. Michael Mando had a crazy run with the cops, where because he was like not white, yeah, like got like super one, yeah. racially profiled. I could yeah. tell and you then the you story. had your Saint Je- that was a Saint John Baptist. Uh, day. No, I, it was uh, it was in Saint Henry. It was down here. I oh. spent the night in jail. Oh. go find it. Uh, it's on one of my other ones. Yeah, it's on one of the <laughs> other. Uh, I can tell you about the time I lost. I fucked up and I lost my job. Oh, and which I one? Could, when I worked at a uh, TVA publication, like uh, at a publishing company okay. as a translator okay. and a uh, copy editor okay and often what would happen is they would send us rush rush jobs that were like usually it was advertising so they would take them forever to put together the the like visual the thing yeah. of the advertising and they would send it to us and they were like you have 15 minutes to send this back yeah and like we need it right away and this was 2010 and sex in the city 2 was about yes. to hit VOD on Videotron. Has it already been eight years? Yep. <laughs> wow. And uh, and I remember I oh, got wait, and your and your least favorite movie was d- the A Night to Dismember, not a Sex in the City Two. Dism- I've never seen Sex in the City Two. So okay, so <laughs> I won't be able to go on. Um, <laughs> and so uh, I got this thing, and it was a proof. It was for I think Metro newspaper or whatever, Vingt-Quatre, one of the free ones, and it was a full page. It was the back page, and it was. Uh, I forget what the copy was. It was in French. But you know that thing that happens when you there's a bunch of lines and you repeat a word? So the last word of a line, it's like a visual illusion. Yeah, okay. So like you would say, like, um, like Jack and Jill went up the hill. And it would be Jack and Jill went, went up the hill. Yeah. But when you read it, because it skips a line, your mind doesn't see that. Yeah. So there was a, d- a word that was doubled in the yeah. thing. Yeah. And I didn't see it. And yeah. I said... QA Looks pass, whatever. Yeah. Sounds good, good to me. And then, like, three hours later, like, I was about to leave work. And they were like, oh, um, by the way, this went to print, and we printed, like, 60,000 copies. So, and there was a mistake on it. Why did you pass this? I'm like, look, it's when you mind read, they're like, this isn't good enough. You're fired. And I got fire, fired, and I just left. Like, I, I was, I just, 
got on my bike and I was like, I don't have a job anymore. This is like my first <laughs> real like, grown-up job that I ever had. They, they fired and you? Are they right there on the spot? Yeah, they fired me. Me, me. I was on a contract. So how long had you had? How long did you? A couple months, maybe. Oof. Yeah, and, uh, and then I was unemployed for a full year after that. Oh. After I lost that job, um, but and I was on a Quebecal shit list. Wow. So when oh, I wow. when, when they're like they say they say don't try to apply to another Quebecal job because you're on a shit list. Like you fucked up and like and you know you might be off. And do of you them. know? Do you know for a fact that you messed up or like yeah, was yeah, that the no, copy? No, I messed up. Did you hear that story? No, but I'm just saying. But I think. <laughs> but no, but uh, I thought that maybe the the mistake was the copy. No, like, no. Well, there was a mistake in the copy, but my the, job was, was to the, fix the copy. He was the copy editor. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, but maybe he. But he thought it was on purpose. No, no, no. I didn't think it was on purpose. I didn't fucking see it. Oh, okay. Like okay, just okay. the way that it was laid it's out. Very clear in the story. And so. Uh, no, no, I, it was a mistake that I made, right. and usually you would make mistakes, and then they would catch it at yeah. some point, and they but just didn't catch it before they went to print, and so someone's, I had had to, I understand why I lost my job. Sure, it really hurt the box office for 60 Yeah, well, no, it was in the box office, it was the fucking pay-per-view, for, like, it wasn't even, whatever, um, but then I was on a shit list, and so I was uh, unemployed for... Over a year, and I couldn't, like, it, and it's, I don't know if you couldn't guys know, in but in Montreal, or. it's hard to get a job, especially if you're going to do media, if you're not yeah. going to be connected to Quebec Hall. And eventually, I got the job as a freelancer for The Mirror, yeah. which was owned by Quebec Hall at the time. But I guess they didn't fucking know that, but then they closed it. So now, so far, so good. Never had to work for them again. Nice. Hey, uh, well, I think it's been long uh, enough. Up-and-coming comedian Vance Michelle, yeah. and I guess... Established comedian Troy Stark, like sure. Troy, Troy's in the biz. Why not? Troy's business boy. Yeah, <laughs> Troy Stark business boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what's the best Halloween costume you've ever thought of but didn't do? Oh wow! Halloween episode. Halloween. Woo! It's a Halloween episode. Didn't do. So yeah, the best Halloween costume. You're like, this would be great, and then you just did not do it. Could what's the what? Well, I was gonna say, what's the best one you've pulled off while you're thinking? Um, I have, I'm, I'm pretty good at Halloween costumes. You did Axel, to Rose, be honest, yeah. Which is just like one letter difference of yours. That's it. And I you had kind to do of pull it, it off. Point. Yeah, I yeah. pulled it off. I wore little spanks and shit, like it was terrible. Yep. But the thing is about that one is that you guys saw it, but no one else did because I had massive diarrhea that <laughs> night and I couldn't leave my house. So I got <laughs> dressed and then I felt so fucking sick and I was dying. So we, d- me and my friend, my friend did slash we okay. stepped out we went onto the street we took a picture and then i was like i have to go Bye. shit more of this oh, black no. water that's inside my body so that's kind of axel rose is you're sort of the thing you yeah the best Halloween costume you ever did yeah, yeah. Didn't do. Th- this year you should go as uh charlie rose charlie yeah rose. Sure. Nah, it's hashtag that? me too you yeah. Know? yeah yeah um charlie rose is also one of them <laughs> he's in there also don't have heroes kids yeah pete rose charlie rose charlie they're rose. all terrible uh right? Sorry, is that Axel I went Rose? To high school Axel Rose is the best one of them, which is fucking terrible. Mm. Wow, terrifying. weird. He's the best Rose? I would Rose? say Axel oh, Rose. Pete Rose, come on. Pete Rose is the gambling. Come on. He's a disgrace, though. Like, but aren't, aren't we disgraced by him? I don't think so. Professional no? sports are disgraced by Pete Rose. <laughs> yeah, right. But was that, so, uh, but was there ever, uh, you were like, that'd be a great Halloween costume, and you're just like, no. Um, I used to do a lot of costumes where I didn't uh, wear a lot of clothes. Okay. When I was younger, and even though I wasn't in a g- in good shape, I was just more comfortable just with the shape funny. that I was in, <laughs> and uh, and so <laughs> I think a great running theme. 
I think a couple of years ago I wanted to do like something. taking it back for guys. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, well, well, one time I was towed from Mario Brothers. Nice. So you just had like a vest and puffy pants. Yeah, I had a vest and puffy vest, <laughs> hey. and I had the whole thing. No, I, my my friend's mom mushroom. made like but a still huge just like a vest over bare chest. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then I, one time with the same vest, I was Mickey O'Rourke. <laughs> so, um, Get some music. I'll send you also, little, also bare chest. I'll send you that picture. You can use that picture when you use the picture on Done. the Done. You as Mickey um, Rourke? As oh, Mickey please Rourke. send us that. I yeah, had yeah, like yeah. A, I had That'll like be the episode image, big time. <laughs> sunglasses, and I had like a cowboy hat. I had long, like, copper The shitty, hair. like, cowboy hat with the, yeah, the yeah. super curl. And I, had, and I had like a vest with no shirt on it. Like, like, uh, <laughs> Did you have a little cowboy boots. How many belts on? No, just one belt. Just one belt? Yeah. Like, I think he did the most. Did you have a stuffed chihuahua? I didn't. I tried to, but it was kind of hard to find last minute. Ah. Um, no, I don't know. Like I, I already had the little I've vest. I pulled off all my good. Uh, my good well, last year or two years ago I was. I was Pitbull, and my girlfriend was Denis Kader. Oh. But yeah. I was Pitbull, the rapper, not Pitbull, the things that. Anyway, so Clever. I had shaved my whole head. I, I just had like a little soul patch. All right. And, and you uh, sing uh, Mr. Red Light, Mr. Worldwide, Green Light. Exactly. It's a bad hey. question for me, I think, because I'm you just, you're a Halloween superstar. I'm pretty good at Halloween, to be honest. One time I was James Joyce. Oh. James <laughs> Joyce? How? I had a well, I had a mustache and I had a cane because he only had one leg. And because his my girlfriend's name is Nora and All his right, wife okay. was Nora Barnacle, and so oh. she was Nora Barnacle. And my other friend went as Camus, and another one went as Hemingway. Wow. It was very oh, that's very cool. So you, it you was did very like hoity toity. You did a whole a whole writer thing. Waste. <laughs> yeah, we went to Casa. We got fucked up. My friend had like a uh, working typewriter that we passed through the crowd, and people would write stuff on the typewriter. Nice. I'm a good Halloween guy, guys. That's, very That's why you're a Halloween special guy. <laughs> what, what do you want me to yeah. say? Uh, what and it was the greatest Halloween special ever. Ever. Could have been. Could have the zombie art people on. Could have the room people on. No, I'm we happy with had this. Alex, Alex Rose. Rose. Happy with this. <laughs> yes. Um, Made it happen. What as question, always. What question? As always, I came through. October 17th is legal weed day. Weed day. <laughs> Not going to be. Hey, hey, hey. You want to talk about, okay, you're going to, you want to go there? You want to talk? Here's, here's a personal story about Keith Heister, man. Oh. I was like, we should go do the fucking podcast yeah, absolutely from not. Mount Royal. No. That sounds like from, a terrible man, idea. And Mr. Fucking Positive Attitude over here, like, let's keep the podcast going no matter what. It's like, no, we're not going to go to your stupid thing that's on this stupid historically significant day at the middle <laughs> of the, the apex of a fucking zeitgeist and <laughs> and and no no let's no, I, no, I'm not doing that. I don't want to bring a journalist. I have to remain objective. I don't know what you guys. It would just about. be. I said, I said let's go. To, I said let's go to talk. Mount Royal. Let's go to Mount Royal, and we'll fucking do the podcast do you from me, there. Do you want me to give you the little the little recorder so you can do it? No, fuck no. <laughs> the fucking podcast is done. What the give fuck was this for? <laughs> I'm not doing fucking this all right, and that. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just be like, you're gonna be like, it's great, it's beautiful marijuana. <laughs> like, that's like an hour of stoners being excited. Like and the worst part is they would be like stoners being excited that they're smoking on Mount Royal. They'll probably something be tam tams every day. They do yeah. All the time. Probably be, but it'd be on a Wednesday first of all, and there'd probably be tam tams in the background. Yeah, but I'm yeah, so. I'm sure they'll, they'll but I'm just saying, but that but that is also 420. Like if you go on 420 to the mountain, it's that. All right, shut your like, ignorant. All right. Cannabis keep Dude, mouth up. Will, will <laughs> you, hang on. I have, a, I have a legit question. While you're thinking of the question, 
I'm assuming. I know my question. Okay, I really okay. have to go to the bathroom. Just so, so while he's going to the bathroom. It's seven oh six. I want to know. Dude, I gotta get to this fucking game. No, Walter. Like actually. Oh shit! It is late. Okay, but it's, I want to know. I want to know. Do you think ten seventeen is gonna become like a day? Like next year, you get stoned on ten seventeen, like you do on four twenty. No. I think one once, and that'll be that. It'll be yeah. like one year. I yeah. doubt it. No, I don't. What think question so. do you want to ask our future guest, Alex Rose? My question is: What is your worst or most disappointing concert experience? What no is good question. Your worst or most disappointing. Concert experience. Um, Walter, do you have one? Because mm. so, like, do festivals count? Yeah. Because I'm saying, but but as the whole festival or just a show on no, the? No, I would say like one. It should be oh, one band. When I went to go see Lou Reed at the jazz festival here, oh. but it was like weird experimental artsy Lou Reed, and I'm like, I'm not doing any of my songs, and I'm right. with experimental. I mean, with. Legendary guitar uh, saxophonist uh, like Pete Zorn and it's like John Zorn. John Zorn, there it is. So it's John Zorn and like and, and it's just like people and I was just not and like and it was too crowd of people that just wanted to hear like fucking Lou Reed stuff, you know? Right. Because like, John Zorn is like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. These songs yeah. are 16 seconds long and that's oh. it. Like yeah. So I could see how that would be. Yeah. I would have liked to see that gig though, but I mean, I you have to know who John. It's stick around. It's to yeah. stick around. Biz. Uh, the only one that, like, the one that comes to mind, but it was just, and it sucks because it wasn't, it was just, like, technical. Uh, there was the, one of the main stages at Oshiaga had real, real shitty sound, and I was kind of excited, not excited, but I was like, I would like to see Portugal the Man. They're kind mm-hmm. of an okay sure. band. I was like, it was, there was, there was a hole in my Oshiaga schedule, so I was like, I'll go see them, and the sound was just awful, and I was like, goodbye. And I just, like, I didn't even listen to the first song. Like, it's right. like, the song, the sound was so awful that I was just like, get out of here, you. Sure. Uh, but yeah, that's the only, that, I think I've never been to any like acts where the band has sucked so hard that I would like hate it. It's always been like technical issues where I'm right. like, I'm like, the sound here is garbage. I don't want to yeah. be here anymore. There was another one. Uh, there was, oh shit, I can't remember who it was. It was someone playing at Belmont and it was right when dubstep was really popular. So they had dubstep nights at Belmont, which means that due to dubstep people showed up. Yeah, maybe it was no, it wasn't. It wasn't dubstep people had showed up, but just like the the constant bass drops had like blown the speakers. Oh. So again, it was just like it was. I forget who it was, but it was like someone playing on speakers that had been blown out. Right. So I again was like it, it, that was that was, I can't remember who it was. That was a show that I had like paid money right. to see that show, and then was like. I can't be here. The sound is yeah, 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 yeah. awful. But no, I've never seen any artists kind of blow it. Do you have one? Where oh like yeah, I have a couple. I, there's two that I thought of when I when I. Where like was discussion. like an artist blew it or yeah, kind of. The first one that I thought of was uh, the band Perfect Pussy. I don't know if you know. They're no. like a, a oh shit. I will a say pretty one. fucked I up, one. like pretty like uh, raw punk band. They have a female singer and they have a okay. turntablist. Okay. And nice. it was at uh, Salarosa. And like I've seen loud shows in my life. Like I've seen Dinosaur Junior like ten times. Yeah, I know yeah. like. I've never seen a louder show than Perfect Pussy. It was like, I've never experienced this. It was like if I was in an airplane hangar and someone stuck fingers, their fingers in my ears. Yeah. Like it was like, like physically aggressive. You couldn't make out any of it. It was just like, yeah. like a fucking wave of sound. Like you, like you have your head in an airplane, wow. a thing. And and it drew everyone away. Everyone left. Like everyone, we couldn't fucking stay there. It was so, but they, they did it on purpose, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it, like, 
But it was like that's so, not an accident. But it was fucking. I mean, it was really fucking punk. But it was also like painful. Yeah. So I was like, I can't fucking like. I I lasted maybe eight minutes. You couldn't discern chord changes or melodies wow. or anything. You could barely really hear the drum. It was just like this like throb, sound, like this constant throb of sound, which is like I've never experienced that anywhere else before. Which Crazy. so that sucked. I mean, it was on purpose, but it was like physically made me. Yeah, Ill. yeah, yeah. And then the second time was this band, The Hold Steady, who uh, were popular like about ten years ago, and they were like a, sort of like a boozy bar band, like Springsteen vibe. Okay. And they were like my favorite band for a couple of years, and I had seen them here at, also at Salarosa, and they they ripped like they had a really good like drunk like party atmosphere. Hey. And I was like, oh, this is great. So that was their for their breakout record, which was called Boys and Girls in America. And then they became huge. So that was on that tour that I saw them. And that record became huge. They put out another record called Stay Positive, which was like a, two years later. Yeah. And uh, Came back. The 2010. No, I went to Toronto. Oh, wow. My, I had just started dating my girlfriend at the time. We'd gone to Toronto to see the show that I was so fucking excited about. And my friend Dan, who used to do the podcast with me, came, he, was no mad Dan. he was living in Toronto. And we went to see it was at the Phoenix Theater in Toronto, which is the Phoenix Theater is like a show where the entrance of the venue is behind the stage. So you come in behind the band. Okay. And they had, had, they had become huge, and they, they're very Bruce Springsteen-y, and so it was very bro-y. Okay. Everyone there was a guy in flip-flops with his dad in a puka shell ne- necklace that was just like arms crossed coming in and so when you're watching the show yeah and when you're watching the show you see all of these fucking mayonnaise joes coming out from behind the stage and filling up and so the band had no energy the place was a bummer it fucking sucked like i was so like i had i traveled to toronto to see this band and it (laughs) it sucked so bad and there was so little energy and it was so fucking so different from the thing that I had just seen yeah, right yeah, before yeah, that you enjoyed. And then on that same tour, like they went back, they went to Europe there, and then they came back here and they did like uh, Cabaret de Myland, whatever it was yeah, called yeah. back then, and that was good. So then I was like, all right, this is like it was the band, not the venue, but it was the like, fucking yeah. worst, like the worst bummer experience to go the see other a show. Band that's a good question. That's a good question. I'll say the, the other show. The other show the that band, I failed of that I thought of was Megadeth. Yeah, because oh. Dave Mustaine's voice is gone. Right. Like I think they opened. Like they opened or like track. I heard one both things about. That. I thought it was track like one or track two uh, that they were playing. Like the second or like early on they played Hangar 18 and you're like and you just like it shreds so hard at the beginning and I was like yeah and then he's like <laughs> and I was like oh buddy I was like your band stayed tight but you blew your voice you apart not. with drugs. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, no, Dave Mustaine's voice is so shot. And I was right. like, I was like, get a, like, get a stand-in singer. Like, he can still play. Right. Like, it wasn't like the band wasn't tight. I'm just like, it was just your voice is right. gone. I'm like, just, I'm like, suck it up and get a young kid who's got metal yeah, pipes, yeah. like, and put him in place. So, Alex. What yes. do you have to plug, buddy? Cult Montreal. Uh, Cult Montreal's doing their annual um, 100 things that you love about Halloween list. I don't know. No, it's not a thing. No, they're not. There's going <laughs> to be. I think there's, like, a, a Halloween party, like, compendium thing that okay. comes out right a few days before, mm-hmm. where there's been that in the past. Um, you know, just check me out uh, on Cult Montreal. I guess that's mostly what I do now. If there's a um, thing that you uh, agree or disagree about, Alex, he really enjoys personal messages. That's true. Just no, I mean, you, you, <laughs> you, could, you could come cryptically ask me about movies on Facebook. Did you still <laughs> or not so cryptically. Yeah, and just did make, you see make this me movie? uncomfortable. What did you think about <laughs> it? Did I make you uncomfortable, you, Alex? You just, need to, you just need to answer, like, what did you think yeah, about it? Yeah, that's what I should have done. Like, then. just being like, how did you I feel really, about it? I really it? fell in that. It fell yeah, right just in that, that trap. Uh, 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 
Uh, I didn't get nasty or anything. No, was, I'm not. I'm just. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. What did you think about this? I'm just saying you did it the way that most people who are just waiting for me to say something so they can pounce on the opposite. <laughs> yeah. I will say that Walter baits well, me I'll, a lot. I know, like but I, I, how should I know that? I feel we both do that. To us. I feel we both bait each other, being like, "What did you think about this?" Expecting an answer and like ready to engage. I feel we both do that to each other fairly Yeah, sure. Let's say we both do that. Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, this has been a good Halloween episode. Thank you, Alex. Go plug Hot Spooky. Go see we Night did? Fight this Saturday. Oh, oh yeah. We talked about that at the top of the show. At the uh, thing uh, that's going to be awesome at uh, Art Loft, 10 bucks, 830 yeah. Alex, you should come by. A very legalized night fight. A very legalized night fight. Mm-hmm. Night fight. The last Halloween. Yeah. It's legal. Thank Not you. written by Danny McBride. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> so far. Hey, bounce, buddy. Thanks again for listening. Go plug yourself. As always, a big thank you to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude for providing all of the original music for the show. We mentioned at the beginning of the show that we'd love for you to tell your friends about the show, and honestly, that's all you really need to do. But if you're feeling particularly generous, you can support the show financially and 9to5.cc in general by going to patreon.com slash 9to5cc. You can get early access to every episode of Go Plug Yourself and other perks too. Finally, if you or someone you know has a project they'd like to plug on the show, reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook by searching 9to5cc, and we're 9to5cc on Twitter also. If everything works out, you could be the next person to sit down with Walter and I and talk about horror movies or wrestling. And I mean, also the thing that you're trying to plug. 9to5.cc. Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.